This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker down from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? Shaman J. Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA, I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dane. Three underscores, 313. Real name, no gimmicks. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 274 on you hoes. Um, hey, man. It's a, uh, we about to, we back, okay? I'm going to say every week. Like, we're not, we just not going nowhere. We're not going nowhere, but it is the eve of a live show. You feel me? Yeah. Um, so depending on what time I upload this, you probably got uh, like a couple hours to buy some tickets. It's a couple tickets right. left. It's a couple tickets left, but we got this bitch damn near sold out. Um, it's like 10 tickets left. Okay. So <laughs> be quick. <laughs> be quick. Okay. Uh, like, you know, shout out to uh, Navio's Hookah. Yeah. Uh, we broadcasting live there tomorrow night. So um, I'm going to drop that audio sometime midweek so it'll be a short week for us you feel me we coming right back uh i think we're gonna we have sh- a good time i think you should come out because i'm gonna be there dame gonna be there so the fuck you need <laughs> yeah i mean and we we are you know undisputed the two most handsome niggas in podcasting in detroit i mean i'm not so gonna- just come take it in for yourself that's what she said. I'm not gonna argue with it. You feel me? Um, but like, yeah, and I'm a, I'm gonna bring a third mic too. So you know, we, it's gonna be very interactive. We've got a couple games we're gonna play, and uh, if you ever we got wanna... some topics that are going to require some guest participation. So don't be don't be shy tomorrow, man. Listen, dog. Uh, but you're gonna stay six feet away. Uh, we gonna social distance. I, you know, as a part of my moniker is uh, I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. I was on a podcast last night. Cooking niggas in here, dog. <laughs> Whose podcast was you on? I was on What the Fuck Did I Miss? And uh, it was great. Man. That's Kurt. Uh, nah, that's... That's uh, uh, Ant and... Um, what's up, Ant? and... Uh, yeah. Don. Uh, yeah, I was cooking niggas, dog. They brought a doctor in here. They had another nigga who just had opinions. And, uh, <laughs> yo, it was fun. Okay. Like I told y'all, the belt is always on the line. 
you know, tomorrow. Are we bringing it out tomorrow? I, will, I have both my belts. Okay. Okay. It's going to be gold everywhere. All right. 313 wins and zero losses. Listen, it's going to be gold on my waist, gold on my neck, gold on my wrist. I'm bringing all the gold out. So you're going, you definitely looking like a drug dealer tomorrow. I'm bringing, I got to, so I used to wear like. Are you wearing yays too? I'm about to buy, I'm about to buy some. Are you getting some all white sticks? No, I'm gonna go wires. Okay, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. You gotta, gotta, mad at that. You gotta mad hook them on the ears <laughs> so they can't snatch the bitch. Is that the secret to not getting your buff snatched? <laughs> or like the little granny shit behind? Oh uh, no, you can't. But you, you gotta do it like the '80s strap. Like you gotta make <laughs> the it. core grand joint. Uh, <laughs> Where you can tighten them up in the back. You can't. You can't wear yays like that. You can't. What the how, how do you make buffs like unsnatchable though? You carry, you carry a, a gun. You, <laughs> yeah. you got the blick on you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but now I say you keep the blicky. I keep uh, the blicky. This is what it is. What did Boone say? Uh, rest in peace, Boone. He said, uh, he said something about you, you lose your life trying to snatch these cards. Snatch, snatch these cards. Like, hey, man, it, it is what it is sometimes, man. Uh, Cardi. So that that was the name of my fantasy football team the last couple years. Niggas don't snatch the Detroit Cardi no snatches. Because there's so many fake ones out there. You're going to fuck around and catch a case. Over some fourteen dollar Cardis that they sell on over some Amazon. fashion, over some fashion Nova Cardis. <laughs> nigga, them bitches is on Amazon. My nigga. Niggas still get their shit. Bitches on Boohoo. Yeah, niggas still get their shit. What <laughs> is Boohoo? It's, it's like a, fashion it's Nova. Yeah. Oh, yes. matter of fact, listen, we got a we got a special oh. guest in today. Please introduce yourself. My bad, y'all. What's poppin', ten guys? It's your favorite cornball, Robin niggas. I From, like uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, Robin underscore niggas on all social media. Yeah, if I was rapping, then I'll be Robin. Uh, yeah. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all you. Got, you got a podcast, too. Go ahead I and do. I'm that. from Call You Back Pod. I'm one of two. I do feel like I'm missing her. Like, damn. Then just just come back another week and bring her with you. Yeah. I definitely will. The real case, Simone, call you back, Pot. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, we we all, I think this is our first time doing something together. Like, we always see y'all oh, out yeah. and about, you know. And like, Yeah, oh, we, we always sh- support one another. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think y'all came to the, uh, I don't know if y'all was before y'all first podcast, but y'all came to the Urban Podcast Summit. We did in 2018. It was like January 2018. Was that the one with um with Pete? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Man, it was so funny because I I watched that uh, some video clips and some pictures from there, and like I didn't know anybody in the audience, but like looking There's back, so now, many, so many, faces. how many people those in the audience that I ended up interacting with and friends with, and like end up starting in podcasting and all that shit. It's like yo. That shit is Were y'all part of the crew in the first row that caught me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I like I did slip and fall and fell into the oh, arms was... of some ladies that didn't make sure I didn't Champagne hit the floor. Stories. I don't. I was gonna say I don't think we caught you, but we definitely like didn't let me hit the floor. Shit. Yeah. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Somebody um, caught me. Somebody maybe it wasn't y'all, but there were some ladies in the front row that definitely caught me. That was champagne stories. Uh, but listen, tomorrow the belt is gonna be online. Uh, I, you know, I used to wear a lot of jewelry and shit. And I is I, any of your jewelry gonna be on the line? Listen, you there's really, one gold chain that you wear that I wouldn't mind. You know, I'm, I'm wearing two gold chains. I'm wearing, I'm wearing two gold chains this tomorrow. Said I want my shot. Okay, I'm wearing two gold chains. Um, I'm wearing uh. uh a watch and a and a ring and a bra- I'm bringing all the gold out tomorrow. Okay. Are we going more for Slick uh, Rick or Mr. T type of look? Jay Johnson. Okay. I've never been another nigga other than me. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man. Uh, step up to the mic tomorrow. You know, see what you can do. Cause uh, the belts are always on, always online. It's gonna be a good time. Anyway, man. How and then you- smoke some fucking hookah. Support a good black business. 
Uh, but it's, you know, damn, I de- definitely thought you were about to say smokes for fucking weed. I was about to say hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's that's. I can't smoke but right now. Smoke hookah, yes. Oh yeah, I can't smoke. You weed can't smoke right what? Now. I can't smoke weed right now. What kind of weed? Can you smoke CBD? I cannot. I'm not. Gonna I smoked take, some CBD this morning. I'm not going to take the chance because I have to take a drug test for my new job. They mm. kind of hit me with that today and like my kids are older so i don't really trust they piss no more like normally <laughs> i would take theirs so nigga when you apply for this job you didn't think that like i should probably start smoking when when you applied so my last job that i got they, they didn't give me no drug test i was i was sweet so you just like fuck it nobody in life is going to give me another drug i mean the, Shit, that's the, how I be feeling, the thought right? of think about the think the, about the place that you said that you you apply for <laughs> well i i, I stopped smoking like, because I was dry around there anyway. Like, you know, niggas wasn't <laughs> like, hitting me back. It. So, I mean, like. Yeah, I'm, weed man, I like my weed man. He like my weed friend, though. So. I got some I got some CBD um, being delivered to my, my mailbox tomorrow, actually. From the, the company? or Yeah, that company. Yeah, and shout out to Erica because she reached out. She's like, I was going, she's going to send me some CBD products. But I just happened to be dry anyway. And then the recruiter hit me back. Like, yeah, we're going to do your background tests and your drug tests. And I'm like, fuck. You don't know no pregnant people? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pregnant ladies always sober. I can't remember the last time I put you my own piss no, in the cup. So you would think. I always got a way out. But <laughs> Always. So, But if they, if they test my pee and come back that I'm pregnant, Men <laughs> then I'm not going to be. Always come up pregnant. Though. They always come out positive on pregnancy tests. Really? Yeah. It's like a thing. Because they be using other niggas' pee? I mean, because no. they use spreading women's It's something pee? about the hormones in me and, like, it just always creates a positive pregnancy like, test. Like, uh, Mr. Bradley, you're six weeks pregnant. <laughs> You're having a boy. <laughs> like, what? But also, my mama said the same thing to me. She was like, what if it comes back pregnant? I was like, that's not their fucking business. So. <laughs> but then it's you don't proof. Know what, Why then are it, they giving you a pregnancy test? <laughs> it's like, the better see, question. You don't know what I identify as. You feel me? Now I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm a protected class. Like, I'm, you know what? Maybe I, my name I, has I always been Damon. I haven't used my own pee in like, you know, damn near 20 years. I'm just going to be an adult. I wouldn't. I'm, just, I'm sure your youngest son, the ones that are in... Middle school, like I'm pretty sure they're not smoking. Uh, <laughs> you, you can you never would trust hope. the middle you would hope. You know what I'm saying? He going into high school. I would hope that he don't. But like, where is he smoking at? <laughs> Nick, he be he be gone too. Like, fuck he, yeah, I mean, he, he out. He, what do you mean? Nah, I mean he be, he got friends. <laughs> like he be at his friends' house. They be playing video games. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I mean, kids still get a hold of edibles. Like they, no one goes to nobody's house to play video games. Everything's done online. He's telling you. Oh, I'm going to such and such house to play video games. Nigga, everybody's on PlayStation. I didn't even think of that. This is exactly what but, I got but, to play with kids now. They don't have two controllers no more. You just but got I'm, one. So like, I don't know you he, bring your controller with you type shit? Yeah. And he got a, he got like one of his homies. They hadn't seen each other through the quarantine. So like, he done been over his house. The little boy done been over my ex-wife's house. So I know they hanging. But then my other two, like I got one is 18. Ain't no telling. Ain't no telling what he doing with his life because I just see him. Like he don't come over on a regular basis. He pop in and out. I might be at work and I hear the door is him. So, I mean, ain't no. And then my daughter, I don't, well, I, do I think she's the smoking? Grader. I, I doubt she's, she's going into 10th grade. Do I think she's smoking? Eh, probably not. But like, I'm. I'm not going to risk it. You're not going to roll the dice. Yeah, I'm not going to roll the dice. I did take her to get her nose pierced this weekend. Oh, 
that's I, fine. I finally. I must say that was about a that was a while ago that she was supposed to do that, right? Yeah, but I, I was lying to her. I was like, you know, your mama don't want you to do it, and it was just really, <laughs> it was really me. Like I wasn't too keen on it, but then I was like, you know, what type of fucking hypocrite am I? You know what I'm saying? I had a tattoo. I had a tattoo at like 16. So if I was shooting niggas when I was a younger, uh, it's younger, not that's that, not the same, that, Jason. That, I'm just you saying, really took that and just I'm saying took I do what I like. But if I if I if I used to be fucking niggas up when I was younger, I can't be like, well, I used to beat niggas ass all the time. I mean, I but you can because uh, sometimes and, niggas need their ass whooped. In the grand scheme of things, it's just a small nose, small <laughs> hole in her face, whatever. Not that big a small hole in her face. I've had my nose pierced for like the past 11 years. Yes, I just, big. whatever. I just let her do it. I feel like those expressions aren't that deep. Like wanting to shave your head or even get tattoos or whatever, like piercings, it's not like it's just an expression of self. And that's and that's what I'm on. Like I let my sons do whatever the fuck they want to to their hair. Like if you wanna, you know, you want a mohawk, you wanna shave half of it. My oldest son didn't cut his hair for like four years. What the fuck ever? Like you ain't got you ain't got no real responsibilities and why why am I being no job interviews and shit and why am I being like a drill sergeant about the shit you want to get your nose pierced whatever so I just finally let her do it that's what's up I I was a close up if she doesn't want it yeah and I was I was like the super dad for two hours (laughs) you know I was the greatest nigga on the on the east side for about two hours what ruined it I was on the east side that's that's where. What's the problem with the east side? Uh, it's not it's, the west side. It's, it's the bowel of that, Detroit. I thought that was the joy of the east side. It's the bowel of Detroit. Mm, uh, because because my nigga that that do the <laughs> that do the piercing, she only fifteen. So I mean, most places won't do it until you sixteen. But like this, is my homeboy, he does tattoos and piercings. So, I mean, he not so you got hit me with the, legalities. So you got him to break the law. I mean, <laughs> it's my child. Wow. I, I'm gonna sign off on it. It's my child. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to check all the boxes. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. That that parenting thing, it, it ain't it ain't no manual. I freestyle this shit every day. Yeah. You know, sometimes I get it, it like, right. It seemed like it. sometimes it, it I get it right. Like a freestyle. Okay, <laughs> I don't know where the fucking kids at. He playing video games. <laughs> what? Hey, nigga. Sometimes, I, hey, where you at? And they be out in the streets. All right. All right if your mama said it's cool, I mean, uh, be safe. Yeah. See when you get back, keep your cell phone on. Do y'all do like the location shit? Everybody got to keep their location on. Nah, why not? I haven't. The trust. Well, I, I'll be honest. I only, I only learned about that like a year or so ago. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like I, I, I was not my using location my with uh two people. Yeah, Jenny and Ashley. They got my location. I was not using shit. My... Like I need to. They like. If I don't show up one day or a couple of days, we talk every day. So like, I don't hear from me. And you check my location. Yeah, I, I wasn't using my my iPhone to the to the to its full capability. So I only really learned about that shit about a year ago. Yeah, but. man. It's a. I started doing that shit when uh God bless the dead when Chef Doug went missing for a hot second. Yeah, I was going out of town. I was like. Yo, I live alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, if something happened to me, how long would it take for niggas to be like, yo, y'all heard from Jay? <laughs> like, so. Yeah, motherfuckers wouldn't find, my mama would have I mean, like, me. if, if I if I went more than, like, 48 hours, really, like, 24, and, like, and I just didn't hear nothing from you, nigga, I'm, I'm outside on your door. But see, it, that's the difference. Like, so with, with some of the homies or some shit like that, like, 
you can go two days. It could be three days. Them is them is quality times in tracking my murderer. You get me? It's just true. I think I got my location on with like four or five of my friends. We all have it on. But like when, when I think I look at people's patterns, you know what I'm saying? Like me and you talk damn near every day. If we went like a two day stretch and they saying that like, nigga, is there is there a problem? Yeah. Like did we, we got something <laughs> to address. But like when I look at like Cheyenne in our group chat and this is, you know, I love you, Cheyenne. This is no shade. But like she don't always participate as much as everybody else. I mean, if Shy don't pop in for two days, we ain't necessarily worried. And then I know she at least talked like to day three be like, yo, what who where's Shay at? I know at least June didn't talk to her. You Shay. know Yeah, that'll get her attention. I know at least June didn't talk to her. So I mean, I just really more or less know people's patterns. But I I feel you and I'm probably gonna share it with the with a few more people because, you know, I be with, with kids though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just need to know y'all. I may not. Oh, you still over? Uh, I know you with your phone. <laughs> so yeah. So I know I, I know where you at actually. You know, without if, even having a call and text. And for the most part, like I know where they be at. You know, my daughter is either working. My middle son is typically in the basement. You know, video no. gamed out. You know, I got them. And then my oldest, I ain't trying to track him because like he got access to a car. He a young man. <laughs> he probably got- he probably out. So, so I'm 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 gonna put a little of his business out in the street. Oh shit! Because I'm I'm a dad. Whatever. <laughs> My daughter hit me up. She's like, you know, he'd be out with this with this boy girlfriend. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I said what? So I hit him up. I said, look, man, I ain't trying to get too deep into your shit, but I hear you be out in the streets with another nigga lady. And all I'm going to tell you is be safe because that shit Cause can turn into something else. Niggas will bust your head if you <laughs> yeah. bang this hole. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, just, he's like, no, nah, we just the friends. The great philosopher uh, Juvenile. What's Juvie's like, real name? I don't know. Have we ever found out what Juvie's real name was? I don't, I I guess I just always assumed <laughs> it was Juvenile. You know, but he's, a, always... he's, he's an AR, AARP member now. He shouldn't. Shouldn't the name of all show is because it's definitely a fifty five. So I heard you can get AARP early. Yeah, you so can be I in like your too. late thirties. So they had like a lawsuit against them for ageism, and now if you like request AARP, they have to give it. I'm to calling. You. I'm thirty nine, man. I'm up there. You want the yeah. benefits? Hell, fuck yeah. Them Run me some my shit. Good benefits though. I ain't even gonna front you. Like my mama got it. Is it like a subscription service? Yeah. So you got to pay for it, but it's like a bunch like of shit. Like AAA? I was about to say, it's just like AAA. I pay for, for it. for older people. Yeah, and AAA. AAA, get me right. Get me. They get my $75 every year. I ain't never paid for AAA, right? Um, I'm always used like my dad's or somebody shit like that. It's time to grow up, Jason. Whoa, let's not. Time to be an adult. That's a little too. Fun. This nigga told that's not this that. nigga want to tell me who be. That's like, like, I feel like this not the nigga jump. that can tell me to be an adult. <laughs> this is not the nigga. That I'm a super tell. adult. Uh, but like. I can't front like AAA is like a good value. It is. Fuck yeah. I mean, Especially I'm when your about... card not quite right. Yeah, yeah. That shit saving nigga life. Hell yeah. Time to time. Them, them toes that came in, came in clutch for <laughs> yeah, a nigga. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, where my AARP? You know what I'm saying? I'm calling. I might have to get on that this like this weekend. I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> Man, I, no, it's like some shit. You you can get it though. Okay. You got to give them shit, though, because off the top, they're not going to give Oh, that, I can't just be like, hey. Nah, you got to treat them like Xfinity. Oh, I, I, we know that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know that game. I used to teach the people that you used to call 
to disconnect, I would teach them how to not to do the disconnect. <laughs> like I worked there like twelve years. My, my fourteen. Auntie, fourteen years. My auntie for like three years straight did that shit every like six months. For sure. I used to do that when cell phones had contracts and like niggas be like, you gotta keep that phone for two years. I refuse to keep a phone more than a year. Like every time a new Blackberry I'm gonna date myself, but every time a new Blackberry came out, bitch, I needed yesterday. And I'm calling to threaten to cancel my service Not every time. time. Look, that, look, they be that. thinking like it's gonna be two hundred. Nigga, I ain't scared of two hundred dollars. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is you talking about? That's how I got an iPhone. <laughs> I left Sprint as soon as the bitches came. When it was it was AT and T only. I'm like, they're like, well, you know, you're gonna have to, nigga. I don't care, fuck about no two hundred dollars. <laughs> because for most people, that's like, that's enough to make them like stutter step on that like, shit. Nah, that was like the disco fee. Now I think that should be like higher, but like. Back in it was two hundred dollars. They kept niggas in check for two hundred dollars. I missed like, a two year contract. I went when I went and got this phone. I refused to like go get another one because I went through so much shit to get this one. And I was like, "Can I just like sign a two year contract, please? Like, get me the fuck out of here." Yeah, I'm about to buy all my phones outright. This whole divide that shit. That shit is stupid. Like you literally rent a phone. You don't have a choice. You like, lease everybody, it. this shit fucking crazy. I don't want to lease a goddamn car. What makes you think I want to lease the phone? If you want to turn that bitch, now you can't just pay that bitch off and it's just yours. Yeah, but, like, I mean, if I pay- also for like eight hundred dollars. No, but because I did that with my last iPhone, like I forgot to turn it back in, and I ended like at the end of my lease, I owed like a hundred fifty bucks. I mean. Hundred fifty, I just kept the bitch. I mean, it's you mine. Know, I always pay my shit up and then keep it because fuck y'all yeah, and fuck this stupid doing. ass phone. Like I got the phone that got one camera. Everybody got cam- three got cameras now. Like that's fuck my, it. Uh, that's the stupid. That's the phone. office phone. <laughs> my my uh, selfie still come out good, so I, mm. I'm straight. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much how your week was then, right? Yeah, man. Uh, Slow motion. I'm a, I'm still still breathing, still cheesing. I'm above ground. Man, I went to pay my mortgage and shit. Them niggas and sold my shit again. Like it's like a, your third mortgage company. <laughs> yeah, I went to pay it. I bitch said paid in full. I'm like, nigga, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> 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 then I kept reading this shit. I'm thinking like, wait a minute. You didn't get that lucky, bro. Uh, they don't notify you before they do something like that? Man, then I ran They notify look, you afterwards. Then I ran and looked through my mail. Then I guess they, they did send me something July 16th um, saying after August the 3rd, um, your shit is going to somebody else's. Uh, I'm going to call them and be like, do y'all got my paperwork that got my signature on it? Because... I'm not. I don't owe you this money if you don't. If I got, if, unless you show me something I signed to say I'm paying for this house. Once they keep, sh- I don't know if y'all y'all taking them papers over. Uh, that's you, you crazy. Wanted, you wanted I didn't know it. they could just do that shit without. That's what. That's how niggas got their houses saved during the uh, the 2008 market crash. They stay. They they send your motherfucking uh, mortgage. Sell that bitch to so many people. They don't even have the paperwork. Like so, you have no legal responsibility to pay some of these people that you've been paying. Uh, I mean, they probably tighten that shit up. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they have, or maybe they did some type of digital trail or something. But like, yo, do you got the paperwork to say I even owe this shit? Like, how are you? So you like go in person me? to pay your mortgage? No, I did. A, I, I went online and do it. Oh, but you can call them and be like, yo, uh, who say I owe y'all this money? Because I don't even know this company. This a brand. This the third company. What you mean? I gotta pay you? Like says who? <laughs> who told you that? Who said that? Hold on, what you trying to get into? <laughs> what you trying to get into? Where my, where my man go? He just this. I don't know. He stopped doing videos. Like I, I, I started following him, and he he do weird shit now. He be like on playing games online and shit. Like 
They just do enough that's to get their the followers up. Yeah. Say, that's what motherfuckers like, though. Yo. And just get their followers up. He, I got you now. That nigga be watching movies on 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 internet. <laughs> the internet is a strange place. I call what? it the Wild Wild West, and Twitter is. is the Lion's Den. Yo, okay, Twitter. Is. Twitter is definitely I, I, the I, Lion's Den. First of all, den. I love Twitter, but Twitter Twitter is dangerous as fuck. As, <laughs> man, okay, I love Twitter. It's my preferred social media. Likewise, but you um, never want to be the star of Twitter that day. Never. No, I'm just, I'm you just never in the comments, be the star just Twitter. looking at the comments. Man, I, that's my favorite place to be. I, uh, I like violence, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just don't. You, you I just said don't you like violence. Yes, I just, violence? Right. I just don't want to be like the center of the violence that day on Twitter. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I, I want to participate. I always say I like nigga shit, but I don't like to be a nigga in the shit. Like I remember, I was tweeting something about this is when like the president election was going and and, and Yang was in it and. And uh, Kamala was in it. And somehow, shit got popping on the timeline. And everybody started coming at me. And I was just like, <laughs> wow. Crack my fucking Ready. fingers and like, let's get this shit cracking. Because let me teach some you. And we just got it cracking. You know, learned them that day? I was, I was going back and forth with the bots. I had a good 45 minutes to waste. Let's go. Okay. I literally and don't have the, the mental capacity. And this the Like, I part. don't have the patience. And, um... Uh, like you'll be into it with somebody, you say hit him with some some fire shit. Like I roast the fuck out of them, and then I block them. They be so mad when they can't get that response back. Then they be like, ah, nah, bitch, because <laughs> I know it make them angry. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh nigga, don't block me. You scared? Nah, but it's funny. I don't. I, I have the choice to to hear you or deal with you, and I made I chose the other side. Man, I be, I looked at my uh, Twitter block list. I have no idea why I got so many people blocked. Dog. It's a whole bunch of niggas. Like if I don't like your opinion on some shit, I just block you. One day you may try to tweet me. I'm like, I didn't went to people pages. I'm blocked. I'm that, like, nigga, I don't even know you. That's that's what I be loving. Like sometimes I just click on somebody. Like I just go to a random. Like why the fuck do you have me blocked? Like I've never spoken to you, but like I've, I've never had that. Nigga, we had somebody that we had on the show that I thought like we had a good rapport with. I went on their page. <laughs> Not- <laughs> I'm blocked like a motherfucker. I'm like, what the fuck did I ever do to you? Could it be you were blocked before and they forgot? Nah. No, no. Nah. They've they've sat in this chair four or five and times. then blocked you after the fact. Yes. Okay. Well, All you right. know why you got blocked. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like everybody knows. Like I've been blocked before, and I asked my friend. I was like, Hey, yeah. Uh, did blah 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 get rid of their social media? Like, no, you blocked. Oh, okay. I mean, I Just got wondering. like. I got, I got like a good idea why she pages. blocked me, but I didn't do shit to her directly. I got like four Twitter pages, so I'm a log Just in. Just Well, I mean, one in Shop Talk, one This Week in Culture, one this, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, let me find out what the fuck is you over there saying about me <laughs> so I can pull up. Anywho, listen, dog. This week, uh, a young lady um, saw a man giving up puppies. And oh she gosh. went to take some of the puppies. Turns out this nigga had hyenas, dog. I want one. I want one. You do Where is he? I would like one. That is naked shit. You do <laughs> not want that is real. Yes, I do. Shit. I spend a lot of time on the Discovery Channel. I do too. I love I you love cannot, that shit. You cannot. And that and one of the days posts a video of the hyenas of the sounds. Are so dangerous. <laughs> they are. Hyenas kill lions, my nigga. Like right? That's not like <laughs> it's going to kill you. Like it's not even a it's not even a question. It's so going to eat the rest of your dogs. 
and it's gonna eat you. And too. she was like cuddling with it and she was and wild. Bitch, and I'm I'm calling her that because if it's she said she was at the uh, the vet and then she snuck out because you can't <laughs> have a mission. Yeah, he was trying to keep. She and like she, she didn't want him. me to keep my dog. Nigga, you bought the, a kid. A whole kid is gonna get eight, not bit. Eight. No, no, no. I mean, they eat the the bones too, nigga. That's gonna be bones. Hyenas, and then they be laughing the whole fucking time. Nah, dog. They are vicious fucking nah. animals. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Hell no. Nah. I didn't see a lot of that shit too. Fuck that. Fuck here, no. Here, here, go to, here what it sound like. No, I'm not. I'm not ready. Not a no fucking dog. Why they chomping at your leg? This the little one. Like, this is the actual hyena and shit. No. That's the puppy. They told him no. it was a German Shepherd puppy. Like, this that was... didn't even look like... No, that thing... Fuck that. That thing like a possum when he gave it to her. Fuck out of here. But he gave Hell him like no. six... Like, some random... So, so they're out there. Yes. They're out there. Why, yes. you, why would you go to a car for, for a nigga in a parking lot taking puppies? First of all, where did this nigga... That Indian. means there's a mother hyena... That just lost her cubs recently. I'm more scared of that. Than so there's already niggas. a grown ass hyena Where is out she? there, my nigga, in a in a house on the east side in the basement. <sighs> my nigga, there's a mama hyena without only her in Detroit, cubs. dog. Only in Detroit, man. I love shit. it. I love it here. It's I love it here. Six hyenas running around the metro area. Okay. <laughs> It's I feel gonna... like the only thing we missing is like a wild giraffe running around somewhere. Like that's the only thing. Giraffes I... will kill you. Will they? A giraffe can kill a lion. I was randomly just <laughs> like looking, stump, like just trampling no, no. or stump the true, shit out. No, no, true, true story. I was dating this young lady. She went on. She went on a trip to Africa, and they went on a safari, safari tour. And there were a part where they have giraffes like in an enclosure, but she said the sign said "Stay away" because giraffes will kill you. She had two white people in the tour that wanted to get a closer picture with the giraffes. Of course. They will swing their heads down and they like, you know, like sledgehammers. They killed two of them on the trip. She called me. She was like, two people that went on the trip with us are dead. You because better shut the fuck up. I am they swing right, their head. right hand to God. The giraffes killed two of them. So what's so funny is what we talking about hyenas, and I was like, they will eat you. You go you go on a trip to Zimbabwe and two niggas don't come back. Because of a giraffe. <laughs> yes. Listen, I was watching fucked up. 10 animals that can kill a lion. Right, and the hyenas was on there. That's why I was talking about hyenas. But like, they, when the they roll in packs, was, they can take them. The giraffe was on there. Giraffe stumped the shit out your head. Like, them, wow! Them, I never thought of like, giraffes. I thought they was like chill ass niggas. All, all the toy, it's it's the like, Toys R Us commercials. Hell, fuck we, yes. we, Jeffrey we got me fucked Jeffrey up. Done, uh, Jeffrey done desensitized. Twenty two hundred pounds of pressure on every stump to your fucking head. They wow. killed. I never thought about it like that. Ever seen two wow. giraffes fight? They fight with Don't their they, heads. Don't they like slam each other? Okay, yeah, I thought <laughs> yeah, they so. Fight like, with their heads I didn't think like, of I whip my hair back and forth. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they fight. They fight like two, like two hood rats, and they and they like neck rolling. When you fall, it's like a nigga in the Detroit club. You can, yo, know, long as you don't fall, because as soon as you fall, everybody like stump, 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 stump. <laughs> that's how that fucking giraffe be. Uh, listen, dog, stay away from these fucking hyenas. I'm that's gonna shoot. Crazy. I'm shooting, dog. These bitches is out here. That's all I'm saying. Every time I they go out walk, here. Every time I go walk Umar, I be I always got the blick because if a First dog comes, I've, I've seen dog, ki- I've seen Umar. coyotes near 
near uh Rogel golf course. Okay. Like I've seen them with my own two eyes. It's one of those, it's 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 definitely one that's loose because on my ring camera, you know how the little neighborhood app, they be like, yo, it was a fox. It was this. All right, you know, I'm shooting. So <laughs> I used to see foxes when I went to work when I used to work out in Canton. That wasn't shit. Like I see them dart across the field, but nigga, it's at least six coyotes in rotation somewhere in the metro detroit area i always saw like a lot of um we always had like rabbits because it was a bunch of uh wooded areas by my house so we seen like peacocks and rabbits fox possums yeah we saw it was hella peacocks when i first moved like near my house um i live like two blocks from the detroit river uh it's like a little subdivision and shit but it was hella peacock it's like none now but it was so many when i first got over there when i was a kid hyenas got them Probably shit or the coyotes. Yeah, but I wonder. I wonder. You know, they're they're indigenous to a certain area in a certain climate. Like the winter time might take them niggas out, or they will learn to adjust, and then we'll have. They gonna learn to adjust, and we fucked winter hyenas. You know, <laughs> please don't scare me. Baby, you know, you be taking in your groceries, and nigga, a hyena roll up on you. Man, fuck that. <laughs> 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 Laugh at that shit. So like, all, I'm just sitting shit. in the car like, I feel like the motherfucker could break through the door. Now I'm scared, y'all. They can. Keep they got enough way. pressure in their jaws to like snap through your door handle. See, this is what, exactly why we shouldn't have zoos in the first motherfucking place. Let them niggas go. But you've seen like on some of those shows, they show the niggas with the hyenas on leashes. So like they can be domesticated. I feel like no. Oh, that's that's a short Don't clip, turn the hoe into a housewife. <laughs> That's a, that's a short clip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck is going on behind On a leash? You talking about this nigga can break through the car door? Be, oh, yeah. That'd it's not, not, a, not a leash, but on a chain. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, the y- chain is bit the... You? Hell no. Yeah, my pit bit me like <laughs> a year. And they bit me hard. Drew blood, nigga. Like, he was, he was trying to get something out the trash. He grabbed, like, some chicken. And I went in his mouth to get it. And then he bit down, nigga, drew blood. I told the kids I was going to take them behind the garage and... You know, send them, your send them back. Away. Your dog ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever uh, been bit by a dog? Your dog? Uh, not like a, a full flit. He only like four months. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, dog, you get bit by your dog all the time. But like a, a small bite is, now this is, is different than this, a hyena this, this bite. This is a little. This is a little different. Like he bit down. Like well, the nigga like, drew blood. General, like you know when doing your dog playing, he teething and shit, he be biting all the time. A hyena, that's a different bite. Yeah. No, that's gonna, a, that's gonna uh, snap it off. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming off. So they know the, the the hyena could be playing with you. And now you don't got no arm. I got bit by a dog, my one of my dogs. Mm. Like I had to give it up. Mm. It was a pretty bad bite. I had to go to the ER. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's crazy. What kind of dog? Why did um, you bite? Uh, he he had behavioral issues, so he had already showed like he never had warning signs, so he already showed signs that he was like super erratic. And one day he just turned. Mm. On me, it was bad. Damn, okay. Damn I just watched a up. video of uh, y'all probably seen this video. It's, on, it's been on viral for a while. Um, a girl, she was on a bed and her pit was like barking at her. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to pedal like, "Hey, <laughs> trying to talk that nigga down." Yeah, like yeah, nah. maybe with enough love, a hyena can be, you know. Why? <laughs> Why? You, you know what this other obsession you know, the, with another, trying to love the uh, wild animal, wild dogs. Like that's a thing. A wild dog, them niggas in a pack can kill a lion too and shit. Yeah, them motherfuckers is. I'm, these y'all telling me shit about animals. I don't. See, I watch. Exactly I watch why. a lot of Discovery Channel and Nat Geo. 
just take me out. Like, I'm not going to survive the apocalypse. Like, Naked and Afraid, that's another one of my shows. No, because no, then some go, like, immediately I'm like, something going to crawl up my coochie. Like, I know it <laughs> immediately. Immediately. Like, that's what's going to happen to me. Oh, man. So, listen, man, uh, before we get into um, our guest, I want to talk about a couple of things. All right. All right. And um, I'm kind of confused. <clears throat> we start off a little light, though. Uh, relatively light. Uh, Dr. Dre. Uh, well, Dr. Dre's daughter, um, 38 years old. She says she homeless and um, she do DoorDash. Her, she got four children <laughs> and um, they stand with other You're people. You're wrong as shit. So I didn't know about the DoorDash. She got to get paid. She does. She works, get paid $15 an hour at some factory too. But she said, you know, Dr. Dre won't give her no more money. And um, the internet like went wild with it. Apparently he ain't gave her no more money since um, January of 2020. So that's, she that's said, fairly recent. I'm like, so I have a diff. I have like a bunch of different perceptions on it, but I just think it's funny that this nigga stopped giving her money like 18 months ago. And now she's just, Homeless. homeless like that's kind of quick to transition into homeless and she ain't seen him in 18 years damn he was giving her money why yeah. she ain't see- well okay so i know them they he got like a real you know rough past smacking bitches and all that crazy shit that he used to do around his kids yeah. so lord knows what she was raised up on but also you know if a nigga snatched a rug from up under you should still be standing i mean no matter who that nigga is i feel like but you know it's your kid so I, I know it's supposed to be some type of sympathy. Also, I don't have children, but my parents, they help me out. But also, it's a lot of shit I want to do on my own. Like, I, I just can't take too much. Like, I got to provide for myself. I and she you. got kids. So yeah. the internet, you know, went crazy and shit. This is also the, the the Dr. Dre. So she says she ain't seen him in 18 years. Um, he was giving her money up until 18 months ago. Like. And she communicates through his team. This is the child that she had that he had with his ex who they just they uh went they separated when she was five. So she had a relationship with him up until she was twenty. This is also the daughter who stays in the media talking bad about him. Um, that's why she ain't get no money. She went in that mouth. Like stop fucking like, shut your goddamn mouth. Especially if it's through the team. Like these are the people that keep him in motherfuckers good graces. Like like uh She's like, they, they, they have given me money in the past. Clearly, I was getting money up until then. So I used to get a, an allowance and all this other shit. So it was like, I was... Oh, you fumbled the bag. So this is my this is my question, right? Um, I saw a lot of a lot of different opinions on there. And they were like, yo, I, if my dad was a millionaire or a billionaire or whatever the fuck, this is crazy. I didn't hear not one person ask, where is the father of one of those four children at? And why is Dr. Dre the only one responsible for why she's homeless if she has four children? And I, you probably had these children with a man, right? I so, like to think so. No, like, where is the father of the children? I didn't even know she had kids, and she was so like they all live in the, in her car. Like no, she said her. the kids are with friends. Yeah, and she's she the only just one in living the car. in the car. The kids not with they. That's what I'm saying. Everybody went to like, how could you leave your grandkids, nigga? How could you leave your actual? Who? What the father? Or fathers. I don't even know if it's one or I, don't know, I feel like everybody's to blame here. The whole situation's shit. Like everybody is shit. 
Right. It's, it's, it's a, I, I'm, I'm on the fence about things because I, I understand that, like, you know, both my parents are deceased. But, like, up until the point, you know, my, my father would help me, has has helped me out through adulthood. But I, I also remember I share my own story, a little anecdote with shit. I got into some trouble and my finances was fucked up and I was in a bad spot, like, a really fucked up spot on my knuckles. I called my dad. I kind of figured it out. Like maybe with like about six months, I'd be where I need to be. I called my dad. I was cause my, both my parents were still alive at this point. I knew my mom would say yes. Cause she let my ex wife fucking live with her for a couple months while her apart. Like she had some shit go on with her apartment. So she ended up living with my mom. I was like, if she going to let her live there, I know I know I can sell it. So I called my dad. I was like, look, man, I'm going through A, B, and C. I just need to come home for about six months, get back on my feet. You know, I'll be gone. My dad told me straight up. He's like, nah, you can't come back here. He said, you got too many kids and you're a grown man. He said, what you're going to do is figure it out. And he said, before he got off the phone, he said, and don't call your mama and ask her. And he hung up the phone and I was just like, Mouth wide open, like I, my account is in the negative. They finna start turning shit off, like, and I'm just sitting there, like, because I knew in my mind, like, yeah, he gonna let me, you know, get back on my feet, and he was like, nah, you can't come back here, <laughs> and I was, I was dumbfounded, but he was right though. I figured the shit out. I got, I got out of my situation. I got back on my feet. I've been living on my own for 20 years. I ain't never went back home, and he wasn't. You know, that was what I needed, you know, to 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 get back on my shoulders. But it's 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 tough. I mean, if he been bankrolling you You're thirty eight, my nigga. I wasn't thirty eight at the time. Her. Oh. I'm talking about her. Yeah. Like you're thirty eight years old. I feel like a lot of the teaching moments that parents have with their kids like are now is now put on social media and now it's just out there for people to have their opinions without knowing the whole story. Like I said, I didn't even know they had kid that she had kids. I didn't know she was doing a door dash shit, that's why I left. Uh but uh you dirty fresh. It's <laughs> funny. But um, yeah, the, with these life lessons that we are supposed to learn in private and these L's that we're supposed to take on our own and learn from, like, now they're just put on social, blasted across but social media. But she put that shit up. She the she one blast. Yeah. True, she went true. To, but to still, interview. like, we, we live in that day and age where people just put their shit online. Like, we don't ever think, like, let me have this shit to myself and let me figure my shit out. And figure out what's going on. Like you said, you you had to sit there and, and figure it out. Like, and I, and I and that's what I wonder. Like, what's the level of personal responsibility in this whole shit? Like, after a certain age, can't you you kind of you kind of stop blaming your parents? I feel like I'm a parent forever, but like you can't blame everybody else's shit for the situation that you in. Like one day you got to wake up and look in the mirror. Like nigga, I did this, and ain't nobody coming to save me. And even be, if it is all from the shit that your parents put on you, like eventually you have to unlearn that shit. Like, are you? It's not their fault. To... For, it's not their fault. Your whole life. I understand. No, that's, yeah. I understand. You might have grew up in some fucked and up shit. You may have seen some fucked up shit. Your parents do not owe at forty two years old. They don't owe you to take care of you some more, or your kids. Now, love is one thing, but yeah. The, the sense of entitlement is that, hey, I can go back home and live with my parents rent free. I seen a whole conversation about parents who charge their children rent after they get to a certain age and how 
disrespectful that is. And this I think and charging that. a child rent, like like people that make their kids pay rent as soon as they turn eighteen, or make them start. Like I think that's that's a setup for failure, just in my opinion. I agree. But like, if you living at home and you thirty six and you fucking work at JNAP, <laughs> like if you ain't never pay, paid, pay your mama some rent, my yeah, nigga. If you ain't never paid a bill in your fucking life. Like, so listen, I know a young lady who ain't never left home, right? I know a couple of them. Uh, over 30. So let's say you got into a relationship with a man and it was time for y'all to move out. Nigga, you don't know how to pay rent. You ain't never had to pay it. Like, after a certain time frame, how the fuck? What? So as an adult, I'm supposed to take you, like, I don't, you don't know nothing of, how do we live? I'm supposed to hold your hand and walk you through it. Like, if you ain't never paid rent before, you had a, you never had a bill, you never had to budget, like, yo, um, yo, the rent is doing this. Forget, fuck rent. Oh, what about the likes? What about the, like, you've never did any of this know, stuff. Know what check you need to, to cut this, this budget. the due date. Yeah, you don't, you, know, know, you don't know, you don't have them life skills. A cell phone bill ain't the same. So if your parents, you've been living at home, ain't never made you pay nothing, they have not prepared you correctly. Sometimes the love is Will tough. cripple you. Sometimes the love is tough. I've been in situations where I, where I wanted my parents to do certain things for me and for 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 Co-sign reasons on I cars. didn't need. And it was like, no, you figure this shit out yourself because there's not going to be always someone there to help you. When you think that you always got a safety net, you're going to play that shit Safe. safe yeah and sure. and and i you know with having both of my parents gone you know there there is no safety net for me like if if i am the safety net now for my children and if i don't figure it out like no one nigga, we starve. save you save yourself i agree i live um downstairs from my mom and so we live like in a family flat together she live up i live down but everything is separate all our bills are separate but we live you know cohesively like when i grocery shop i grocery shop for two fridges yeah um when i buy cleaning products it's like for both of us and shit well about we for everybody in the house so <laughs> so uh i think it's all about like what like you said like what your parent what your parents prepare you for like my mama always walked us through everything that was happening financially. I remember mm. in high school, she had to like give her car back to the bank because it just made more sense. She had to downsize on the home when I graduated from uh, high school because there were no more kids in her house. So she, but she walked us through it and, and let us know like, okay, I'm doing this because of that, this and, and always showed us her credit score and made sure we knew. So I think that was like a benefit for us, even though like I pay rent like in college and shit, but now I don't pay rent cause we own our home, but I know about the taxes and yeah. all that extra shit. So I think it's all in like, cause you can have privilege and still be prepared for everything. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, that's that's really preparing your kids. You know, when I was in, I remember my, my fu- I, I left home young. I was like 18, 19 when I, when I dipped out. So I had never, you know, I had never paid nothing but my car note. And really, I was just giving my parents the money and them paying the note. But, you know, so, so I never, I never knew those things until I got out on my own, like paying rent, you know, but. But that was a life skill that I had to learn. But I, but to your point, like you thirty plus, you at home. The only thing you done pay, like you pay a car note, you might pay your cell phone. But like that, ain't, that don't that don't work for me. Like, that don't work for me. You don't know about life yet. You know what I'm saying? You don't know about grace periods. So <laughs> when when that late payment is gonna go from late payment to add up my credit or, report, or or, or or the thing is like you've never been in a position where you've had to. 
utilize life skills and make them hard decisions. Like all of us, if you lived on your own, you know what it's like. You, I got, I got two hundred dollars. I don't, I ain't gonna see another check till two weeks, and this is due and this is due. Okay, who gonna cut me off? You know, who do I got enough for groceries and gas? Like, nigga, I didn't. You know. <laughs> just put my own business out there. I done been in a position like nigga, it's box Mac. Like <laughs> it's box Mac until payday, my nigga. Hey man, Cause you can't go it's wrong between with... box Mac and gas. You can't go wrong with brown rice and veggies. It's healthy <laughs> and it's cheap. <laughs> I lose a couple pounds. <laughs> nigga, if I got bread, so, eggs and milk, like we, we you, live until payday. So at, at what point? Um, and I don't know because I'm not a parent. But like at some point, if I've done everything I can do for you, like at some point there is a cutoff, right? Like I can't take care of you for your entire life, right? Depending, who knows what the relationship is, but at, there, there, ha, there, there's a cutoff at some point. Like it is. My other thing was this: I saw this, I saw this, uh, I saw this post. It was from uh, this person. Mothers have got to stop coddling their sons. The result is man boys who at their big age lack basic life skills and depend on all the women in their lives to bridge the many gaps for them. It's a fucked up codependent cycle. This was on the, the day that everybody was talking about Dr. Dre. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, yet today, Twitter, the, the Twitter theme is a 38 year old woman who doesn't have those same basic life skills and the exact sentiment is being displayed on her. So is it because it's a woman who's homeless? Because if this was Dr. Drake's Absol son, would niggas be caring? Or a absolute, nah. Absolutely. Nah, life they is, honestly. It's, it's different when it's a woman. Absolutely. Life. Always. Let's say if it was a, his, a male Especially son a woman with, with children. Let's say if it was a man with four kids and he homeless. Shouldn't have had on them fucking kids. Put your dick in your pants. That's what <laughs> it would have been. That's absolutely what it's going to be. I can't disagree with you. <laughs> I mean, I would have been one of those people like, no, nah, I help him out. Like, you know, give him. But, you know, I'm, I'm the 1%. Yeah, it's, it's. I know some single dads. That's why my niggas didn't have problems. I'm like, you better take that bitch to court and see your baby. Yeah, it's but but it's the perception is just viewed differently when it's a woman Always. with children. Because you could it's all type of social services a woman with children can get. Like nigga, when you a man with kids, niggas be like, you gotta Figure get it get it off the mud. Yeah, gotta, I didn't know niggas couldn't get wick. Like a single father, women cannot. and infant with children. <laughs> ain't nothing. Ain't nothing in there about man. <laughs> This shit crazy. Damn. It is. I mean, that's a whole bigger conspiracy to separate the black family, but this you is know. True. I agree. I'm I with the conspiracy theories like yeah. all the way. Yeah, but I mean like we did not land on the moon. Let me move on. <laughs> we there. We there. You, feel <laughs> you gotta have gravity for win, y'all. Well <laughs> that's that's <laughs> You see how that bitch when when it when it went back, it just Lifted off the ground, <laughs> like, like, yo, come on, what's this Lego shit? <laughs> I was, I cut the tape, okay. <laughs> Anybody can watch the tape. Hold on, put if your you, hand on the Bible. What's up? So <laughs> put your hand on the Bible. Yo, listen, on YouTube, you know you can fuck with the speed. You mm -hmm. can double the speed, one point five, whatever. Man, double that motherfucking speed. It's a nigga in a doom buggy riding around Arizona. Like it's all that the movie them, set. <laughs> I'm I know about, green screen. Green screen when I see it. God damn it! Don't play with me. Shadows is wrong. Oh, that shit look weird. You you don't think we've ever been to the moon? No, I don't think we've been. I don't think we there. went when we, when they said we went. I don't think no people been on that bitch. I think they put like a little rover on that motherfucker or something like that. But I don't think no people, but not at least humans. We ain't got past the Van Allen radiation belt, and they fucked up and said it. 
too. They was like, you're one of the younger scientists just recently. And he was like, uh, as soon as we figure out how to get past this, I'm like, wait a minute. We supposed to have did that shit in the sixties. What do you mean? Cause we ain't going to the moon. I'm waiting for the aliens to come. Like, please be me up Scotty. Like nah, they've been here. I'm waiting. Like take me to the, the foreign exchange program for extraterrestrials. Like I would like that. Mm. You talking about, you worried about something crawling up your coochie. They got, <laughs> they got, they got something for you. That is a fact. At least I'm volunteering for that <laughs> shit. That's for you. All right, man. Uh, we going to touch on this versus. Oh yeah, let's talk about this verse. I missed it. I'm like really upset that I missed it too. They don't advertise enough for them bitches. No, nah, this one was kind of yeah. They, this this, this uh, I, I would have to disagree on this one. <laughs> so listen, I just want to uh, just add in um, another addendum um, in a book called "Shit I Was Right About." Because uh, last week when I was up in this motherfucker telling you I don't think this shit gonna be close at all. You was all balling, balling remix. You was all balling for Christmas. But I'm saying, all I'm saying is, Jewels didn't even have his fucking teeth in. Them niggas got washed. Washed. Yo, listen, dog. Them niggas Jones got fell washed. Off the stage. Yo, I've watched this versus battle so many times. Every <laughs> time, every time I watch it, I watch when the locks come out. Look at the video screen. They got memes of the dipset playing in the background when they come out on the stage. My nigga, this. This this performance, right? he has classic hip hop moments in here, dog. I just want shit wasn't even close. Use a coward in jail, you can never live. Yeah, you barely living out here. It's like I'm giving, you barely giving out air. Yeah. The reason you breathing is like I'm giving out air. I got stocks in the block, giving out shares. I don't know I want, you. Oh man, I was about to, it was about to go there. Uh, let me. Is this the part? This is the one right here. <laughs> That's the one. Let me play a little bit of this shit. Let me talk. Yo, why y'all doing what? I we didn't talk, 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 talk on your part. Shut the fuck up, nigga. It's about time. You on our time. Now I'm not. They talk, nigga. Let the music talk. Go in your corner. Go in your corner. No. We didn't. We didn't violate you. No. You causing a distraction. They don't know the fucking words. Listen, listen. New York, they causing a distraction. This is hip hop. We in the mecca of New York. It's D block. It's dipset. Turn the words off. don't know the words. Yo, Tech, let's make something happen. New York. The other, the other exchange. Uh, I got it. I'm oh, to, you I know what you want to talk about. Listen, dog. This is a classic fucking moment in 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 hip hop. Like it just don't get no better than this, dog. Uh, I got. I've been listening. I've been on my Jada shit all day. Apparently. Okay. So, yeah, I've, I've been watching the battle all week. They right, said man. like his Listen. shit is in the oh, top two hundred. Apple top two hundred now. I know. We know. We I'm know. glad you did it so far down the line. We I'm know. glad you did it after you already suffered defeat. You panicked. Get the fuck out of here, you panicked. You so panicked, nigga. Look at the slow pan. How the camera just came in. I don't live in Miami. I don't live in Colorado. Come to my block and see me, my niggas. All of y'all know I be down there. I'm outside. This is kiss. I'm outside. Oh, I, I got all niggas on the clip, nigga. I'm from New York. What? Yeah, they went crazy. Fuck with shit, nigga. Fuck with you. Ooh. Ooh. They got a 
Come on, like that's Yo. the that's the way you want your hometown crowd Dog. to respond to you. Because they had just played their little New York. Welcome song, to New York City. And yeah. they're like, that's the best New York song ever. And they was like, what? Caught and like slipping. Like Jesus, like the the slow pan in yeah. on Jada kids and just the energy in the it was room. Like, it's me, like because the aggression. Cam live in Miami. Jim stayed in Miami for a minute. We talk. Y'all talking about New York, New York, like, nigga. I'm I, here. I'm outside. Nigga, said, nigga, I don't live in Miami. I'm in New York, Harlem. Y'all know I be out there. And then the beat drop it. Man, watch them <laughs> niggas, dog. Watched. First of all, I'm what I'm very disappointed on is like niggas just acting like Jada Kiss. Just started rapping, like this nigga. Disrespectful. Nigga's, this nigga's arguably top t- top ten ever, and it was a clinic in MCN. The locks are a group. You know what I'm saying? They cohesive. They know each other's They're lyrics. Professional. Professional MCs. Professional MCs. And I saw I saw somebody say it on Twitter that that described it perfectly. The locks are a hip hop group. Dipset are rock stars. Like just. I'm just saying as an, in terms of an analogy, because like them niggas, you, you made a good statement. Thank you for the hospitality. Cause you hosted the verses over at Wayne Manor. We were able to watch it on your wall of 72 inch TV, 75 inch. Jason has seven 75 inch TVs on one wall. Wow. Yeah. This is not true. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. They're all they all are in sync. No wires. <laughs> the Wi-Fi How big is, is ba- this home. The Wi-Fi is banging at his house. Seventy five hundred square feet, easy. <laughs> this is not, this is so not true. Thanks though, but this is definitely not true. We were in the theater wing of the house. Uh, <laughs> is that in the west or everything's west? Yeah. Uh, but no. Anywho, man, what was you saying, dog? That's not true. But any, go ahead. <laughs> just just at the locks are a cohesive unit, and Jada Kiss is breath control, crowd control, not. Not rapping over the, not rapping over the track, like yeah, along do, with we, the track we and the do lyrics. This for a living, it yeah. looked like Dipset. Who, them niggas don't even like. When you said that Dipset is a team, a little, a little niggas. What I'm saying, like yo, you said it. Dipset is a team full of little niggas, and then some of them is the little nigga, little nigga. Like it's just what it is, and y'all can't even rap like that. Y'all never could. It was like always like songs for the culture. That's how I always heard Dipset. Like that was my cousin shit. Like they loved Dipset. I love And they niggas. was like young Smoking niggas mirrors. who was like wilding at the time. And then like I heard the locks because my sister was like a super rough writers fan. And the locks was featured on like E first album. And then my brother had like they shit from Bad Boy. As much as I love Cam, like that rhyme scheme translated. Oli Oli. <laughs> that that doesn't do well when you got Styles, Kiss, Cam, and Sheik who are true MCs Cam and are weaving save, in and out of shit. Cam had to save niggas to, to make it look like at the first between like the first five songs he had to save niggas with, with records. Suck it or not. I mean that's a record. Down and out. Like I mean it, it don't boy. beat it don't beat like uh, niggas done started something. You know what I'm saying? Because that's two totally different it's two totally and different. All things. three of them niggas can rap. All three of them niggas can rap. And guess what, though? There's no there's not a weak link I'm in not, the locks. I'm not even sure that Jada Kiss played any songs he played against Fab. He did not. Because we was not. like, where where is this song? Where is this song? Nigga, some of our freestyle records that hit mixtapes are bigger than your regular records. Now, I can't say that. that who this, shot you? 
dog. It's a bunch of little niggas. Like some niggas shouldn't be able to talk. Shouldn't be able to speak to other niggas. Cause Jewels was up there talking crazy to Jada Kiss and Styles P. Nigga, what the f- you shouldn't be able to talk to me, my nigga. Like we are in two he had, he different ways. He had his good classes. teeth in. He was feeling. He was I feeling he himself. Didn't have his teeth in. I saw like a little little gum. <laughs> I think somebody fucked with that picture a little bit. <laughs> but like in real life, like you wouldn't put Chingy against Jay Z on some rapping shit. You'd be like, "Yo, you can't." Chingy. Because it's different levels to yeah, this you, shit. It like, just is. Freaky Zeke, my ni- freaky Zeke. He like if you if you ain't rapping you shouldn't be on stage. Get off the stage, nigga. You the one doing the crackhead jig on on all the fucking songs. Like, you should be watching. The level of disrespect when you got niggas who was another nigga, little nigga, and like, what y'all shouldn't be talking to me? We're, this is levels, and the the that's why they were so. That's why Jada was so angry through the mic. Like, what the fuck? What what the fuck is we doing here? <laughs> When, and when that nigga Jewel's like, y'all ain't got no songs for the ladies. Like, nigga, have you been listening? And then they went five, six, back to back to back. And I didn't touch my records that I did on, on Fab. Because I ain't, we ain't play. Why? Like, that's one of the, like, come on. like it's a, I didn't need it. I could leave some of my biggest records in the bag because I didn't need them. Yeah, dog. Dipset looked like they showed up for the check. Cam wouldn't even promote it until he got his check. Them niggas, we trying to prove that we we dope. We we getting we we about to do a little battle shit. You niggas showed up for the check, and y'all did not perform well. I mean, it's 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 a difference between rapping and, and if we MCing. And if we want to be a hundred percent honest, every quote unquote song that y'all like from Jim Jones is y'all like that song because it's a very known, well known beat. Ballin is not like a well known. Ballin is a is that's a that's a one off. The certified gangsters. I mean that's that's easy. Uh, what's the joint? Uh, in Miami, whatever that record. Summer, summer in Miami used the 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 Isleys between the sheets. Like fam, these are records that we gonna bob our head to because that's how you had to get by. Jim can rap now, but during this and, time, and didn't Jada say something like, like you like you play a record before he can rap? Wow, <laughs> like man, stop playing with me, man. Like in real life, I get it. The cultural shit. Y'all niggas was in high school when that shit was popping. Y'all like the clothes. Y'all like the swag. Some of them records was giant. You know what I'm saying? The choruses, whatever. But it got it, shaky it, it, when it was time for them to rap the actual verses. And, and it makes me wonder, like, were, were the records really that good? Or was it just a moment? You know what I'm saying? I think it was That's, a moment. That's yeah, was it just a moment? Or was it really that big? Because now when you go back and play it up against your counterparts, that's like being... That's like being the best nigga in the NBA when, you know, you don't have no competition. How are you the greatest and you ain't played against other greats? You just <laughs> it, play it's, about, it's, it, about it, dog. I mean, that's that's it's it's, another song with a, a classic beat. So we started off with Fuck You, they put I'm ready. Band from T Band from TV. They played crunk they, music. They went back to back on band the T band then, from TV. Niggas went from fuck you to ban the T ban from TV to started something to mighty mighty D block and then the who shot you freestyle. Them niggas had I'm ready crunk music suck it or not which is cool Santana's town and get them girls. If we gonna give them niggas one, I can suck it, suck it or not. It or not it's not better than get niggas done started something, but the beat. It's a more radio friendly song. So yeah. if you want to give them that, it's one four in the first five. Like, I don't understand why this shit, like, what what, what were niggas thinking? Niggas play bout it, bout it. 
two or by the by the three. three. Like my nigga. I, I stood. I stand corrected, dog. I I thought. I thought the set was going to give it a little bit more fight. They did not. I really mean it as a firewrecker. They played that last. Um, Down and Out is a, is a firewrecker. Oh, boy, and Hey, My, fireworkers. That's five. Dipset Anthem, six. We Fly High, seven. Uh, and Suck It or Not, eight. I only can think of eight, quote, unquote, for me, good Dipset records. I never knew how niggas was going to try to compete with 20. They played that Purple City Bird Gang shit. It just them is the little niggas, little niggas, little niggas. <laughs> and if we want to be, is Cam a a a like Cam was always a Cam was an add on with Mace. I I I always thought that Cam was. I love Cam. I, I do too. Early I do Cam. too. But like when you when you put Cam, Cam is not in the same league as a Jada. He's that not. That nigga said Cam out his mouth said y'all niggas ain't got no hits. Cam, where your hit records at? Like universally reckoned like oh boy, Cam just relevant. Like he just he just been able to stay like in he's, niggas but, peripheral. But he's not necessarily relevant because of quality music. No, does, not at all. He does he a just litany of relevant others. at all. Yeah, I mean he just the pink the pink shit kept him relevant. You know the the fashion or his you know hands in the fashion shit kept him relevant. He pop up every now and again in the right places. Get a little bit of camera time and then go away. It'd be shit like that, but like relevant is in terms of continuing to making, you know, culture progressing music. Nah. No, no, he's he's not. I don't. Nigga said we got Grammys. All they know about is Grammys. Grams. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of barbs going through throughout the night as, as well. I didn't understand how niggas thought this shit was gonna be close. Well, let me rephrase that. So. I'm a Locks fan, of course. That Locks first album came out in 98. I was in 11th grade. You feel yeah. me? The We Are The Streets album, the one I like their best, came out in 2000. I graduated in 2000. So, like, through my formative years. That's the music years, of your time. My high yeah. school years. I mean, that's what we was I mean, same, same for me. Yeah. Right. So, a lot of people were fucking with Dipset through their high school years. So, I get it why this looks like, yo, you don't want to let go of this music because you gotta it's attached to certain moments in your life the, the i mean it's like some of the best years of your life and that was the but, soundtrack to it but take the feelings out of it yeah but like but niggas who know rap like y'all y'all not rapping <laughs> them lyrics i rap the the beats is amazing because just blaze and kanye and like the beats is amazing but, but it was the it was because it was because of the moment and and i always look at like box like rapping and boxing you know as sort of unilateral and when niggas i think it was uh Roger Mayweather, like, you don't know shit about boxing. Some of y'all niggas really don't know shit about rap music. And some of y'all, some rappers got their stats padded in the amateurs. And that shit looked good on paper. Because you, you weren't fighting nobody. You put a nigga up. You weren't fighting nobody. You had you had a nigga. I, I know a boxer. I'm I'm not even gonna put his name out there because it's 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 a it's an acquaintance of mine. I still see the nigga around the city. And he did turn pro, but like prior to him turning pro, nigga was basically fighting tin cans inside a fucking Bur uh, Gibraltar Trade Center on Saturday <laughs> afternoons. You know, padded his record up 25, 26 and 0. When he turned pro, niggas was beating the brakes off his ass. Because <laughs> it's, it's two different games. Yeah. 
You know, there's amateurs and there's professionals. Now, this don't And mean, there's even different levels of professionals. And you got to prepare yourself. Yeah. So just, just for the record, so I can clear it up, because I know how niggas like to get in their feelings and want to come talk to me on Twitter and shit. <laughs> I'm not saying Dipset is whack. Um, I love the set. I still do. I um, still love it. I'm not saying, like, them eight songs that I mentioned is not my shit, because those are good songs. It's just levels. And when you put them right next to somebody who does what they what they do better than them, and can do more and do it professionally and do it clean. Like, yeah, it ain't the same. Mm. And a higher Rap quality. Is a sport. Rap is a sport. It's winners yeah. and losers. That's it. Mm. Take your L. There we go. Bang the gavel on that one. Yeah. So listen, Robin Niggas. Yes. Love that name. Cause it's, Thank you. It's dope. Uh, we are here to talk about a short. Yes, I wrote a short film. This is all. Congratulations. Thank you. Can you give us any premise of the short film? Yeah, I give y'all like a little synopsis. Okay. It's on, it's, so the short film is going to be like nine to 11 minutes. Okay. Somewhere in between there. And so it's about um, two individuals, a man, young man and young lady who come together and have a conversation. And it's, con- it's considered closure. Mm. Uh, personally, mm. honestly, I do not believe in closure. My nigga. My um, nigga, I don't believe in that shit either. But also, this is a movie, and uh, it's parallel to my life. Okay. Uh, so, and because it's about they had a situationship, and we all have been in situationships. I feel like they so common nowadays. Like people have these kind of bonds together, and they don't have this attachment or they don't have this entitlement to a situation ship is still a relationship. I mean, it we, definitely we, is. And people just refuse to acknowledge it. I always say like, I don't like to call relationships. Situ- I don't like to call situationships relationships for convenience. Like you purposely told me that we weren't together. Like we wasn't. So I think they're relationships and everybody has different relationships. Now the content of your relation, the con, the, in, the, the, the framework of your relationship is different. Our relationship may be that we just had sex. Um, it's all different our relationship this particular relationship might be like yo we only have sex with each other and stuff like that but you have relationships with you got a relationship with your barber you got a relationship with the woman down the street like they all relationships but i think we get tied up on that girlfriend or boyfriend word i think we get tied up in the things that we keep from one another. Like mm. it's a situation ship is a situation ship because it's certain shit that you don't want to share with a motherfucker, certain vulnerabilities you don't want to open up to it's certain honest or truths that you don't want. Certain that things part. I don't want to be accountable for. Exactly. You. So you do the easy shit. You take all the good parts, the, the hanging out, the Netflix and chill, the fucking, and then you call it a situation ship and you have a good time. And then when the hard shit comes in, because what you resist will persist. Hmm. Feelings are one of those things that will persist at all times. When motherfuckers come in, they fuck shit up. So all the stuff that you didn't want, all the the, the work. The situation should be all good till you see her at fucking uh, J. Alexander <laughs> kicking with some other nigga. So before we get a little bit deeper, I want to I want to ask both of you guys a question because both of you have the same idea, um, and I have a theory. Um, you said you don't believe in closure. No, I do nope. not. Um, not this kind of closure anyway. So explain why you don't believe in closure in general. I believe that um, everything comes to you when, you, when you're ready. So going out and being like, I need closure and calling the motherfucker like, we need to sit down and talk. First of all, you know why that shit ended. Like, you don't need to go to another motherfucker to explain something to you that you already know yourself. You're just not ready to face that truth. 
you just want somebody else to walk you through some shit. Like, niggas don't got to be your therapist in life, baby. Mm. Do it yourself. So I believe that it'll come to you when you're ready. Uh, the example that I like to use, like, I, I had some friendships in, and I never knew why. I found out probably, like, five years after they ended why. And one, to this day, I still don't know. Like, I'm going to know when it comes to me. I can't go looking for that shit. And also, I don't want to. Mm. And Dan? I've also, I've often said, like, you know, nobody owes you shit. At all. And then, like, closure, like, sometimes you just need to heal yourself. And then my my biggest thing is, like, even if a relationship ends and, you know, we don't need to sit across the table and have one last dinner, one last hurrah, like, that, what is it going to change? Well, sometimes your closure isn't in a dinner. It's not a face-to-face. Maybe it, be a, it may be a telephone conversation or whatnot. But the reason I wanted to ask that, that question is because I get it that you don't owe this person whatever, but we have countless examples um, of when someone doesn't have closure in any particular situation of the havoc it wrecks on their lives. And then the next relationship and the next relationship. And sometimes I think, but that's not my, the domino effect for the rest of your life is not my fault. But I think you afraid to have the actual conversation with the person that you hurt. I think you afraid you know to why, address that shit by yourself. Right. But sometimes you may not know. You may not know. Cause but but like, what are what are people old in relationships? You're not old anything. We want we want certain things. We feel like, you know, we've been together three years. If Marcus wake up tomorrow and start packing his shit up, you feel like Marcus does Marcus owe you an answer, but Marcus don't owe you shit. Well, Michelle no, well, don't that, owe you an answer if about, she leaves. <laughs> so they don't owe you to be in that relationship anymore. If Marcus or insert person wants to leave after three years, they have every right to leave. I don't know that you don't owe me an explanation. Just walk out my like we married, you walk out yeah, and you I never say nothing that like that. Example. That because when people like I'm not giving up closure, because you like sometimes maybe you're not ready to say that shit. Cause it's gonna make you feel like I, I'm a I, shit person. No, no, I and I, I get what you're saying, but like the other person is not obligated to give you that. They're I'm not, not obligated to do anything in life because we got free will. What I'm saying is you know the impact it has, but we can't stand behind, well, I don't got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know this fucks people up. Most people should have, most people understand that, that level of common decency, and I get I And get you've what gotten closure in past relationships, whether you... I, I have gotten closure, but like, it, I've also had relationships in, and in that moment, I don't, I don't have, I don't have that. You know, they, it's, it's done with. You know, I'll be honest, I was in a relationship, I thought the shit was going good. You know, I, nigga, I was, we was happy. We was talking about what we was going to do this weekend on Thursday. And on, you know, Saturday morning, I'm getting a call like, I can't do this no more. I said, what, 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 I what, what was happy. You, first of all, I, I was laying on your chest going through my phone hours ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just, just hours ago, you know, baby, what we going to, what we going to eat for dinner tonight was the conversation. Now, you know, Saturday morning, I'm getting up to go to work and now you can't do this no more. Like what, what, what transpired? But like in the grand scheme, we didn't have no kids. We didn't own no property. So you never found out. I mean, I found out later, but not, I didn't find out in that moment. So I don't believe in like, um, forced closure. We break up on Monday and then we have to have a conversation on Friday to, to hash it out. Like that may be a little bit too soon. You know what I'm saying? But I, it's not a thing where I don't believe in it. Sometimes be honest with yourself. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to, I don't want to rehash this or whatever. And sometimes that's the case. Right. 
And uh, sometimes not every conversation every that needs to be don't need it. No, not every relationship needs it, and not every conversation needs to happen at the moment that you want to have it. Thanks. Sometimes shit need to cool off. You know, you might need a minute. I may know the reason, but like I know you're not gonna take it well right in this second. I so maybe we. To, I may not be able to tell you why because I feel. That man, that may be a petty reason when I say it out loud, but to me, it meant something. I know it's gonna I, hurt I've, your feelings. I've broke up or stopped relationships or dealing with people for reasons that felt right to me. Yeah, but did I? But but just because it frees me doesn't mean that when I give you my reasons, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I I had like a friendship in, and I like was like, all right, uh, it was a platonic male friendship. I was like, yeah, <clears throat> I'm done here. Because it wasn't, like, it wasn't what it was supposed to be. And I knew that. And I knew that the conversation that we needed to have was one that really couldn't happen. Yeah. So, I think And are you me, at the level of maturity to handle what needs to be people, said? And a lot of people aren't. I feel like I have a certain uh, amount of awareness and emotional understanding for myself that others don't tend to have and so knowing somebody and knowing that they don't have that understanding of themselves and they're not ready to address you like how am I supposed to sit down and talk to you in any way shape or form like I had that happen like with an ex of mine like how am I supposed to sit down and talk to you and you don't even like to hear the truth can't handle any version of the truth except your own except your own and then when I'm when I give you the truth for whatever reason I'm mean I'm the one that's off the hinges and, and saying whatever the fuck. And yeah. now everything is a reaction. Because I, I have said these things that I have well thought out and I have an explanation, A, B, and C. Yeah. Now everything that you say to me is just a reaction because you're not ready to hear your shit. Nigga, mm-hmm. I remember, <laughs> I still got it in my phone. So you believe in it, but in your past experience when you gave it, it was, it was, a, it was not a pleasurable experience and you don't want to go down that road again. Oh, no, those weren't like closure experiences. Those were just like conversations that I was having with motherfuckers. And I I tend to do that sometimes in regular conversations. Like if we talking about some deep shit, like I'll just tell you straight up. And a lot of mother like, you know, people say they like honesty. No, the fuck they don't. From coming from an honest motherfucker who has discretion. I'm not I am an asshole when I want to be. But now usually I I don't like to hurt people feelings and shit like that. Motherfuckers don't like honesty. Mm. They really don't. They don't want to hear that shit. I got a I still got this shit in my notes from a conversation I, I had once with a young lady a few years ago, nigga, and the bullet points <laughs> that I went over <laughs> are the reasons why this is not a good situation for us. And nothing crazy like, nigga, I, I had, I was completely prepared for this shit and she could not take it. Some people, people hate losing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they feel I, like when you give them a truth that they aren't ready for, like, not as a L. It's it's cool if I if I end shit on my own terms, but if you end it on your terms, mm-hmm. then nah. yeah, like now you wrong. Like, bitch, you know this relationship dead as fuck. I remember uh, a relationship I I started in high school and ended a couple years afterwards. Um, it ain't necessarily end good, but like we were still friends and cordial. But she had she was like, why you? Why are you so mad at me all the time? And I didn't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't realize that I had like angst. A, angst or a disdain for her. You know what I'm saying? Because like I I, didn't, I still love you as like a person. I didn't want to be with you no. I love you over there. Yeah. But like <laughs> from a distance. And cause she asked me something like, why are you acting like go ask your father? Like she was like, why are you so mean? And I was like, huh? 
It's like, why are you so mean? And I was like, well, because while we was in a relationship, this, this, and this. And then we end up having like a closure conversation. And then all my anger and angst and everything. Because you got just, it out. That shit just disappeared. You got it out. I didn't even know I... That phone conversation wasn't even intended as a closure conversation. Didn't but we know, here now. Didn't know I needed it. But then once I received it, it was like, hey, yo, that made like, yo. I, it was and a, it was a moment about. of clarity. Yeah. and Because I, like, I, I feel hey. you like, nigga, I love my ex-wife to death over there on the east side. Like living in the same house with me. I, I can't I can't love you. But like as two separate entities, we're I love her to death. We're yeah. perfectly fine. I believe in closure. That doesn't mean that every person I've had a relationship with that we have to have a, a full fledged conversation about why it didn't work out. But like when you like in a relate a, a, um, a monogamous relationship with somebody, sometimes I do think depending on how it ended, because <laughs> it's context is, is is like I think at the very least I can owe you a conversation. That conversation may not be like. 40 days after we break up. It may be months later you, you or closure or later. I hate your wig. <laughs> I hate, I fucked your cousin. I hate your mama. <laughs> the way your grandma house smells, it stinks. You can't cook. And I think I've had closure, not even having a, not even on purpose, but just having conversations with the women I've been with, like after we were broken up or whatever and be like, Oh, I never knew you felt that way. Cause guess what? I felt this way. And it's like, Oh shit. If we would have had this conversation, we probably would have never. <laughs> I'd be cutting niggas off. <laughs> like, nah, I'm deleting the friend request on Facebook. Like, don't follow me on Instagram. Good. Like, I've but changed my good. number. We all, don't we, contact me. We, you know, right now, this whole mental health thing, like, a lot of that shit be fucked up relationships. Cause that's what, like, and they hurt you to your core. Cause you think it's someone with you as a person because the other person who at one point wanted you don't want you no more. And it's like, well, fuck, what did I do? I feel like that all come back to you, though. Like, you got to figure your shit out. There's no, I, I feel like there's no person, there's no relationship that I have in my life that could end. And I'm like, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? I bet you the person that you talk to every day while y'all walking on the, um, on the mail route will be like, she better. <laughs> but me and Kayla, me and Kayla have fallen out and not spoken for three years. Like we've been friends since we was 14 years old. Two, two people had to die before me and her even reconsidered our friendship. And even then we was like, we just want to make sure each other are breathing. Like we mm -hmm. wasn't trying to be friends. Yeah. So I, I know that like I, I have been in a situation where I felt like I had no friends. And of course I did have friends. I did have people to support me, but that's how I felt like there's, and I, like I said, there's no relationship that I have that can end. Like, me and Kayla talk about that all the time. Like, even if I don't fuck with her no more, like, I just want to make sure the nigga breathing and I'm going to go pick up pee. Like, that's it. Mm. Like, you you have people in your life, I feel like they support you and they are there. They uh, help you become the person that you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And if that relationship happens to end, then that was the season. Some right. people are just there for character development in your life. And that's it. And 99% of all of your relationships... Are going to end. Fail. Yeah, if you I'm, get married, every other one didn't work, and only one worked. Listen, if I ain't get shit else from this, your girl got a script. Fuck is you talking about? Last mm. call. <laughs> so this is about a about um, a closure conversation. I'm assuming that uh the guy needed closure. Uh, in this story, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. I get like it's hard for me to say yes confidently yeah. because she very obviously needs something, but she doesn't feel like that is closure. Okay. 
And you said this is oh, kind she of need, she she needs some makeup sex. <laughs> she needs I need something. I mean that, that can that can be arranged. Yeah, yeah. That can be arranged. Like, we can always talk about that. Yeah. Listen, niggas Close all, your nose. like make even so but yes. the actor that I have playing the guy, he like, so like they fuck around after still or cause it seemed like that. I'm like, see, that's some nigga shit. Always think cause it's cordial, you left the door open. But see, that's the thing. Like a lot of times it's not about closure. It's about trying to leave that door open, trying to make sure that you can always come back to a motherfucker and like you always got that that finger that on on the pulse yeah and that's not that's not realistic like sometimes motherfuckers are not in your life yeah i don't want sometimes be... you don't know what the fuck is going on I don't and, you, and be... you don't and, and you don't need to and and you need to be okay with that i don't want to be in relationships with any of the women i used to be in relationships with Oosh, yeah please y'all, and not because they're not like good people um but like i don't think it will can ever be like you can't start over It'll you can't never you be can't like... recreate that magic yeah. sometimes i tell niggas straight up like you coming back i'm the same bitch <laughs> like all that shit you ain't like, I'm still doing it. We break up. It better be like, yo, we, was it was it was it was it was it within the last thirty one days? <laughs> like, cause I don't know. After about you have forty five days. Nah, even the new me is still like the old bitch. Like, nah, I I'm still here. I was uh years ago, and that shit never works. It's only a couple relationships in my life that I can think that like I would even be able to fathom trying to revisit. For the most part. You know, ninety eight percent. I'm I'm straight. You know, you live and you learn. Yeah, yeah. like it was cool while it lasted, but like I don't want to. No. I don't want to. So let me ask. <laughs> I really don't like you. <laughs> like, I'm I, so used to being alone. I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna just be by myself. Uh, so what made you want to 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 write a film? Uh, so I there are three of us that have a production company, Gold Television. Um, and my friend, she like directors direct, produce, and wrote her own film. Okay. Uh, it's called Chasing After You. It's available on Amazon Prime. Mm. Um and Chasing After You? Yes. It's a faith okay. it's a faith based film. Um and when I met her, she was like telling me about it. Not always been a writer, but a writer of like personal essays and like recanting stories and like uh talking about music and art and films and stuff like that. I've always been into movies, but I guess I never thought about the challenge of writing a movie. So um, being friends with like a person who's writing scripts and like I said, she directs and produces all the time. And uh, my producer of my film, Ariel Bogan, she produces also and, we were like trying to you know figure out our plan for the production company and we were talking about content and they were like writer mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they were writing too and getting uh, content together too and they're like you you need to get something too like so when quarantine happened um i had tried to clean my computer i lost everything that i ever wrote jeez and i had two scripts. heartbreak oh yes i, I fucking cried like <laughs> whoa okay like i ate all my edibles i did all my weed like i was high as shit um because i i was hurt you know it was like all the notes that i had ever did and all that shit um but i had two scripts left this one and the one that i'm working on now and um I sat with it. It came from a writer's room. So we had a writer room for our production company and my friend Paige, uh, the Brianna Films, she gave us a challenge. She said, eight minutes, y'all going to sit here and write. That's it. And this is what I came up with, like the premise of the story. And over quarantine, I perfected it. And this is what we have. That's what's up. So the movie is already shot? No. Uh, so right now we are crowdfunded for the next 30 days. So August is our raise the money month. Okay. That link's in my bio, Robin underscore niggas, please. We need y'all money. Okay. It's also well, in the show notes. Yeah, we're gonna we definitely going to post it and try and get behind it. 
Thank you. And last call film. Y'all can follow this. The link in the, is in the bio there. Um, so, yes, we are crowdfunded for the next 30 days. We'll be filming in September. We already have a location. Uh, talk to the owner. Shout out to them. Um, and we are on schedule for premiere in October. Mm, okay. Where is, do you have uh, the location where the premiere is going to take place at? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I was like, maybe I should film something first before I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so this is gonna be like a. I don't want to compare it to anything, but I want to. I want you to know what's in my brain. Okay, I'm uh, gonna say this. I'm gonna help you out. So I was like getting through my script, and I was having a hard time with dialogue. And then I saw Malcolm and Marie. That's what I was about to say. Is because like- Malcolm and Marie is just two people. Like everything that we learn from about the movie, we learn from the conversation that they're having with each other. Thanks. Um, so I use that to kind of help me and like on my script that I'm working on now to help me get through the dialogue. Like you have to give information through conversation. Yeah. Okay. Now I know what, so I was going to say, okay, since it's, a, it's about a, a closure conversation. Cool, cool, cool. What'd you think about Malcolm Marie? I actually really liked it. Um, granted it is just two motherfuckers arguing in the house, like driving each other fucking crazy. But also I feel like that's kind of what happens in ships. Like, I can't even say, like, just in intimate relationships, like, in friendships. Like, you drive a motherfucker crazy. I thought that was just, excellent. Yeah, I, I did, too. I, like, I love how it's shot. I love same. how, like, different emotions are invoked in different rooms of the house. They went through six years of therapy in one night. And they hashed out every single problem that they had that night. I don't think they have anything to argue over no more. <laughs> Like, but motherfuckers, will, married couples will tell you they had the same argument for 20, 30 years. Like, it's the same shit, just manifested in different ways. Like, a motherfucker don't wash the dishes, now you screaming at him because he's selfish. Because they and never addressed that, the, the true root of that issue. Exactly. I think that you're selfish when you don't help me out. It makes me feel this way. Why do you do this? Well, because I think that you ask too much of me, and I look at this task as... You just making me do things. And my thing with Malcolm and Marie, like I understand how the movie is perceived, but those are two people that really loved each other. And they just had to, you know, when you love, when you love a motherfucker, they, they tap dance on different buttons and they know how to bring out and invoke different emotions in you. And, and that's an, an unfortunate, I don't care how healthy your relationship is on the outside, on the inside, y'all niggas going to have some of them, to, to get out your system. And I could go so deep into this movie, man, and the Malcolm Marie, because it's so deep. And when you think about it, like you truly don't tell your significant other what you truly feel. In this movie. You spare their feelings. You spare their feelings. And, and why? And every single time, every argument got a little bit worse because they, they told a little bit more of the truth. And to the very end where it seemed like, yo, they got the knives out, but they were actually saying what I really feel. And the problem is never going to go away unless you tell them everything. This is how I really feel. Because it's, it's almost like that closure con- conversation. You know, if I tell you how I really feel, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cut deep. Sometimes you say it. Yeah, it's it's definitely tone. Depending on how you take it. Because you could be the nice. I I, I just have discretion when it comes to being nice to people. I mean, when it comes to giving people truths. Because, like I said, I give those harsh harsh truths. But motherfuckers just, some people just don't want to take it. You can be mean as hell, I agree. I mean, because I know for me, like, when I get into a mode where I'm art... I, I got a good friend of mine that always says, you need to talk to your significant other like you want to talk to them tomorrow. And I know sometimes when I get in the midst of arguing, like, I'm liable to say, whatever, bitch, Why do you think that is? 
I don't. I, so I always, th- this is probably bad to say, but I always look at fights like nigga in my in my mind in my world. There's no such thing as a fair fight. Like nigga, if if I am fighting with someone, whether it be physical or whether it be verbal, nigga, in my mind, like this fight could end in one of us dying. So I'm I'd rather be standing at the end than than the victim in some shit. Even with the 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 woman that you're in a relationship with. I mean, I have I have done it. Yeah. I'm I'm guilty of it. That's 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 my truth. But in fights it's I mean, it's still like Y'all the, against the world. It's not like y'all against the, each other because y'all still fighting for the relationship. That's that's how it should be. But like I I know me like when I when that when you that button it, when that button gets flipped and I turn from you know I love you to angry man like nigga I'm gonna say like the the shit that I'm really feeling I'm gonna say. But I wonder where the anger what the anger does because like, clearly that's a a, um, a pattern like yeah yo, we get into it I'm gonna put this. I, I'm, it's I, like my shield. If I'm angry, then I'm you're going to back off because I don't really want to talk about what the real issue is or like, I, you know, I, I'll be honest. I'm, I, I go to therapy. I'm still working. I'm still mm-hmm. working my way through these things because, you know, I look at my relationships, whether it be with the mothers and my children, relationships that I've had in dating, any relationship that's come to the end, I can only take personal responsibility for myself. You know, I I can always blame like, well, she did this to me. But, you know, at the end of the day, I have to take, you know, a personal assessment. And I know that there are certain things about me that I have to work on, Mm -hmm. that I have to be better for if I don't want this same pattern behavior to continue. I I eventually I want to get married again. I want to be in a loving, caring, monogamous relationship with one person. But until I deal with some of these other self-rooted issues, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same repeat. And I don't want to repeat the same cycle. So like beyond just dealing with my health and other personal things, like this is part of what I'm dealing with in order to get yeah. and be, be the better man that I want to be. So for sure. I think um, people just not honest about like where they are in their journey and like being uh like spiritual and like on a different level is so popular now. And like, it's kind of a fad to like, be aware and like you know be spiritual and it's it's bullshit because it's like if you not you not like some days i wake up and i'm not shit like i'm not some days i wake up i'm just not a good person but that's okay because the next day i'm gonna try to be better but as long as i know that i'm not shit today and i'm not trying to spread that on nobody else like that's what's important but people have these these moves or these attitudes and they don't give a fuck who they attach themselves to man i've been um that's that's true that's one hundred percent true. Or well, I feel that way. Whether it's hundred percent true or not, I feel that way. Um, so I just been recently just like looking at a bunch of different things and kinda how y'all kinda said like you gotta fix yourself, right? Mm-hmm. To an extent, yes. Um, but like like going to therapy, someone else walks you through a process of self discovery. Ultimately you are gonna be the one who fixes it, right? Because it's your responsibility, but someone walks you through that process. Um, of self-discovery and I've just been thinking and looking at a bunch of different stuff and like everything is cause and effect yin and yang one action reaction and like everything that we do now is because of something that happened to us in our past and like shit that I got to work on and shit that like I be trying to figure out now I'm in a I'm in that 
inquisitive mode. Like, well, why the fuck do I do that shit? How long have I been doing that? And why do I think when this, why do I get so upset or angry when someone says this about me? And have I, did, is that my defense mechanism? Do I not want to feel that pain no more? And I just jumped up like, oh, ain't nobody getting past this. So when this shit come, I'm cussing your ass the fuck out so you don't step any further. It's like my damn, like, dogs, right? <laughs> you can have an aggressive dog that bites, but he a fearful dog. He bite because he afraid. And when I, when, when I see the pressure coming on, I'm a bag up and then I'm going to attack. Like, yo, nigga, you're not even that tough. You just afraid. And that's their defense mechanism. It's like, Arr! but when they barking, he barking backwards. Well, he barked from behind. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, well, some of the shit that I do, fam, is this the defense? <laughs> and okay, well, what am I trying to defend myself against? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that whole self-discovery thing is it's a path. It's a, it's a journey. It for sure is. And I think, I agree. I think a lot of people for them, that's honesty. Like when they back, when they're backed into the corner, they use honesty as their weapon. Like mm. that's, that's why they react. I told you the truth though. Exactly. Exactly. And that's their defense. Like no matter what, what I said was true. Like, but you didn't have to say it like that. You didn't, you purposely use that as a weapon to hurt my feelings in this instance where I was just trying to express myself. Yeah. You should have shown me, you could have be kind. I can tell you the truth and be kind. For sure. It's all about discretion. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm I'm interested in the, in the show. I always wanted to do one. Um, I'm excited. I just came from a premiere, actually, uh, from NARC. I was just about to ask, was it NARC? Um, yeah. Dawn, the Still Dawn yeah, uh, yeah. style for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I got my ticket from. And uh, BZ was up here and um, a bunch of them. Shit, Tristan was here yesterday, matter of fact. Or day before yesterday. Uh, he started in the movie. Uh, he's going to be in the BMF series too. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That come out uh, in September, right? September, yeah. yeah. I think like 24th or something like that. Um, but, man, it's just so much It's so much talent um, around here in the, in the metro Detroit area, man. I'm, I'm, just I'm so still happy. trying to get in one of these movies. I just want to. Listen, come be extra in my shit. I'll be extra. I, I, I would be, I'm gonna put, I would be down. I put it out there for the cast to call. I'm going to put it out there for it. I'm going to need extras. I'm going to have another cast to call later on this year for the shit that I'm writing now. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to need heli people. I can act. I've never I've never acted in anything, but I just feel like I can I can do anything. I I know I can't act. I can only act like a real nigga. Like that's it. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, I was I, I did act in the hood movie a few years ago. I just played a crazy nigga, which you know is like, right, like, right in my wheelhouse. Look, I'm like, what is that acting? <laughs> it's right in my wheelhouse. Most niggas gonna be angry. They be like, I can act, and they'll act angry. Like nigga, that's the easiest emotion to to to, to, to garner because. <laughs> Every nigga been angry. Like, exactly. It's the the other things. And I think um, that's what I'm focused on in this movie. Like, know, for me, it's all about tone and body language and that like they're, they're having this private conversation in a public place. Like now I have all these feelings and emotions and shit and I kind of got to express them in a way that's not going to cause attention. And it's, it's purposeful. Like you put yourself in certain situations so that you don't react or you so you don't get too mad because like it's like it's control. like it's like getting I, i've i've had to fire people like outside of the office and that's how, why we do it so they don't go tripping in the office i just fire them niggas at burger king <laughs> i just figured some shit out right so um when you said they had this they having this private conversation in public mm-hmm. right i got a thing about you raising your voice at me in public or you acting out in public you're not gonna embarrass you're me. not gonna embarrass me in public you know, I will find a way to not lose in public because that's it. And 
I just I'm, I was trying to think like, well, why is that? Like, why am I so this not going to happen in public? Have I been embarrassed in public before? And I just had to think about it. Have you ever embarrassed someone else in public? There we go. Um, no. Well, maybe my parents or some shit. I don't know. I wasn't a bad kid. Maybe you know. I have no idea. I don't think so. I can I can think of an incident where I had with a young lady where I definitely embarrassed. I snatched her wig off downtown. Shut the. You know what? I did. I did. I snatched her wig right off her head downtown. <laughs> and why would you do a thing like that? <laughs> right, you saying it with your chest, like I'm not he's, saying he's I'm, proud of it. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I feel I'm, like no, because I've I've I, I recently went through something this year that like kind of changed my whole reflection on some of my behavior, and I'm I'm not proud of it. I've done a lot of wild shit to people that did not deserve it. You know, I've I've been the villain. You seem very apologetic. Yeah, I've been the I've I've had to do some soul search, and I'm not I'm not perfect by any stretch. You know, a, a bad day, and I could relapse, but I'm I'm trying to have more good days than bad. But I mean, you, I got a I got a big thing with people trying me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't 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 try me. So who tried you first? That and who got you in public or something? She, Long time ago. Not like as an adult, but like because that comes from somewhere. I, and and I'm I'm still unpacking that with Doctor C. I have not quite figured figured out the you know the the precursor to all of this. But like I'm still trying. I'm trying to find my. I, I think I may know. Um, but like when I was younger, I used to have braids, right? But this was like before it was it was like cool popular. to have braids, and like I always stuck out like a sore thumb, and it was always a thing, right? And like, I do remember when I was like in, uh, I got into a car accident. Um, my parent, when my mom got into a car accident, um, I was in the passenger seat and the car hit the passenger seat, pushed the motherfucker to the middle. Right. And, um, it was a Sunday morning. I was going to church, orange juice, you know what I'm saying? Flew in the air. Shit is in my hair. And everybody telling me like, oh, I should be dead. Cause I was in this spot. Right. So, um, the, uh, the fire department and shit is out there. And they was laughing because I had like some, or I had orange juice in my hair and shit. You know what I'm saying? I overheard them laughing and like, I didn't like, like they was laughing at me and I, I, it did not feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like these were an adult people, like we in this very tragic situation and shit. And they was laughing at me and I had braids, you know what I'm saying? I had orange juice in my hair and shit. Like, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like, is that the moment when I was like, ain't a motherfucker going to laugh at me in public no more? Cause like, that's the only, that's the furthest thing that I, the furthest back I can find re- remember where somebody made fun of me or I don't even know because they never gonna laugh at me again <laughs> because they asked me something he was like no what they, they asked me a question <laughs> this is what it was they asked me a question to two of them and they had that comment they had it like oh was so and they pointed at my hair was like oh was this was this on purpose or some shit and I thought they was trying to talk about my hair but I had orange juice. You know what I'm saying in my shit and like the 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 tone of the voice tone, that they yeah. they use like yeah and I'm like yo I didn't I didn't like that shit you know what I mean and like I don't I don't fuck with you not about the I feel that's disrespectful. Do you and have like, a thing against EMT workers at all? No, okay. <laughs> not, maybe I should. Whole ass fire department. <laughs> nobody but, hates the fire department. Fucking John. Um, nobody hates the fire department. Uh, but like maybe that's it because like I I don't know. Maybe it, maybe that was a breakthrough. Maybe this you got to write that one down. Yeah, but like I don't, that kind of like you're not gonna talk to me that way. <laughs> I don't I don't allow it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what what made me feel like you know you can't try me, but like 
I don't mind like people disagreeing with me. You know, we can argue, but like there's a line that I feel like once you cross that, I was like, oh, like I didn't know that's what the fuck we was doing. Here. Like this, this is where we're like now. If you want to ride this train, like all you got to do is buckle up, <laughs> but just be sure you want to take that ride. Take the wheels fall off. Yeah, she and I like she she tried me, and I was like, well. I guess this is over with. So, like, once some once some shit in my mind. Once I have registered that something is over, I don't give a fuck where this thing go. Like, I'm on whatever type of time you want right there. now and forever, forevermore. I've been there so, so yeah. So once we get to that point, it's out. Ain't no telling what the fuck I do. I try to give warnings. I give a lot of chances. I um I like to, you know, think that people can, like, better themselves or, like, come back. Because I, you know, come back, you learn your lesson, whatever. So I give motherfuckers chances. And sometimes that shit, well, often, that shit nine times out of ten has not worked out for me. Like like I said, a dog turned on me, my nigga. They supposed to be fucking loyal, everybody. Shout out to my nigga, nigga D-Rick, because... <laughs> I be tossing in this bitch and one thing about the line, don't be crossing it with Rick. And that's my like once you cross my line, like, no, is we can't we can't erase this. Niggas we switch up every day. We can't go back on this history now. There's no bad dogs, just uninformed owners. Yeah, I took him to a behavior I gave him back to the breeder that I got him from and he like <laughs> got him in got, got him in behavioral courses and like they are like hunkering down and doing all of the the dog shit. I already gave do. him back for sure, back to the Lord. <laughs> All dogs I, go to heaven, I, right? I had them for three, and also I'm like, I, I'm, you know, feelings, whatever. It's my dog. Three years, mm. I didn't want to, I couldn't give them to the main society and like not tell them what happened. So I just gave them back to the guy that I got them from. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just, I didn't want to. How long ago did this happen? It didn't happen that long ago. Damn. Not at all. I still it seems fresh. It. Yeah, no, nah, if you look at my leg, it's still like. Oh, long wow. Long Damn. Yeah, but um, like I said, I didn't. I just didn't want to put. I'm not a. I ain't a killer. Please don't push me. Like I just gave him back. Do, are, are you able to give us the name of the short right now? We gotta kind of gotta wait a little bit longer. No, the name of it is Last Call. Okay. Yeah, so we have social media for it um, since we've been doing the crowdfunding and rehearsals and stuff. Give us the crowdfunding information again one more time. Uh, it's on Indiegogo. Okay. Uh, if you put in Last Call short film. It should come up, but also um, it's in my bio, Robin underscore niggas, last call film bio, um, gold television, Ariel, A, A, B, dot, it's in her bio, Um, it's everywhere. Okay. It's all in my story, all that shit. Yeah, I definitely would be down to be be an extra in this one and be a leading a leading male role in, in, in the, the future. In the next one. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see you. At my next one, it's a little... Uh. But but the thing is, and I'm just going to put this out here because I know people probably going to laugh at me, but I don't get no fuck. Like, I don't want to play nothing crazy. I don't want to play like a gangster or nothing. Like, I want to play like... You can play the OG. Or a husband. Like, I just want to I mean, be like OG something regular. I mean, somebody husband. Like. Yeah, I just want to be a regular nigga. <laughs> I don't want to be nothing crazy. Yeah, I don't want to be, be gun toting. No, no. You don't want to be the plug. I, I want to show my range. Uh, like, I don't, you know, I, I think of myself more as a Will Smith. I, I can play anything. <laughs> I'm a goofy, right, goofy ass. Right, I'm a goofy ass motherfucker, but um, the shit that I've been writing has been like kind of like emotional. It's, it's thought provoking, feeling provoking. That's the kind of shit that I like because I wanted to make you like make it start a conversation. Yeah. That's what's up. All right. Give me a joke. 
Because <laughs> you know I wouldn't come here unprepared because you don't catch real niggas slipping. I'm trying to kill y'all that. <laughs> What's the difference between unlawful and illegal? A $50 ticket. One is a violation of the law. The other one is a sick bird. Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So, so I, I wasn't prepared for this joke thing. Like, what, what was the inside thing that I, oh, I got she, left she, on the outside? Oh, we've been going back and forth oh. about this for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> like, basically, every time we see each other at any live show or podcast event, like, he always like, you gonna do the corny joke? Yes, I am. Yeah. I okay. said, if I ever y'all, if y'all ever got me in this room on y'all show, I was gonna do the corny jokes. Y'all not gonna catch me slipping. All right. Yeah. I was I was not. Uh, this it's is my a, first time. It's been a minute since I had to put up any dad jokes man and low key since i got umar i haven't i haven't done any dad jokes when you became a dad <laughs> but he took all my time you know what i'm saying i'll be at It'd work be like that cleaning up shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like so <laughs> but you I'm, talk about having a kid down to a science <laughs> right i didn't say i had a kid down to a science that I you were going to have parenting down to a science i didn't say that even i said i'm a science that shit okay and i was talking about like the physical child not like when I say go and the kid gonna just follow. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about something different. Uh you got one or you, I got another one. Oh, come on. All right. Y'all wanna hear my cat joke? <laughs> First I one. hope that's a double on Andre. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. <laughs> I knew that was coming. But that's what she said. Oh man. I, I Stop. said that's what nigga on a date nap. He was like, I ain't know where the fuck you was going with that. <laughs> he knew where he wanted it to go. Right. <laughs> and listen, I'm not crazy. It was Bumble, not black. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta pick your, your landmines carefully. Yeah, he knew where he wanted that joke to lead to. Mm. So black is a real thing, apparently. It is. It is. You've never have you you've never used a dating app? Never. Black Nigga. is tender for black people. Uh, like motherfuckers are literally in a bio. Like, if you DTF, hit me up. Like, I'm looking for a pretty lady to spend some time all, with. All, all I'm saying is, I had a stretch in my life where I was like for about two years where I was using dating apps. Plenty of fish was like a nigga's home turf. <laughs> And I'm telling you, these date naps, they be wild. Setting them up and knocking them down. It was like like shooting fish in a bathtub with a 12-gauge. It was so much going on in these two I feel like if I got on there, I'd see one of my employees, and that'd be awkward. I mean, be like that since I didn't see heli motherfuckers. I didn't... I, I'm messy, so I screenshot the shit and said, like, you did you know blah, blah, blah was on this bitch? Because I, I, too, had a stint where I was, like, on uh, dating apps for probably, like, a year give or take it might have been two years but i did bumble i mean black and tender you and your employees y'all are y'all just ordinary people you yeah know, i you, mean when you are that don't mean you try and date them but i mean I, you know i, I live you just my, swipe left. my professional life and my personal life totally separate you, know? you just swipe left just real quick you know and, I, and I, you, I, might, I might i might have dtf in my profile i don't want them to see i, I don't then, want them to see that you, you, know you ain't never had sex with one of your employees like i ain't you know Where's that line again? He's a little one. (laughs) I was I was slumming. I've been in the slums. I was about to say I'm not shit. I'll shake the dice. (laughs) Yeah, I've been in the slums. I never have sex with a coworker ever again in life. That's a but. How about every one of my girlfriends have I've worked with? Every one of them. So you're not picking you're not picking them up IRL because work not real life. Well, we've worked together either before, during, or after. 
Well, before or during. After? Before or during. Right, I'm like, nah, not, not to the after. One of us got to quit. I, like, I don't I don't work with all three of my kids' mothers at one point. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not cut for that I shit. I work from home, so get the fuck nah, away from so, me. Like, <laughs> ain't no hoes at home. <laughs> <laughs> but like now now that I think about like my previous behavior and now there's like there's no way in hell. I would ever deal with anybody that I work with. I no like way in hell. When you spend so much time at work and and you work with like the majority of women, I mean, that's not like plant life to me. Oh, not a plant. That's not like a cesspool to me. If I was in the plant, it'd be. Yeah, if I was in, I had some kids. Probably. <laughs> I'd have a bunch more kids and probably you know a reoccurring STD. Oh my god! But don't do it. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh, hopefully, it's curable. Robin, where can people follow you at? Uh, you can follow me on all social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, R-O-B-Y-N underscore niggas. So rapping with a Y, niggas with an S on all social they media. They let spell niggas? They let me spell niggas. They won't even let me type niggas no more. And I, I don't want to change it because I'm, yeah. I'm afraid they won't let me like change it back now. No, nah, you'll never get that back. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> and as soon as I change it, somebody will sweep that motherfucker right up. I was real quick. pissed. I tried to put, I said something about niggas and they was like, um, violation of the community like, standards. They was like, hey, we think you may have made a mistake. No, I was trying to say, <laughs> niggas, you might want to review this because this, I'm like, that, no. That's was, the message right before they suspend you, Jason. I've been robbing <laughs> niggas for like. First of all, I've been robbing <laughs> niggas for a long time. I've been robbing <laughs> niggas since running them was saying, Here, Here we, we go. go. Uh, like five years, I think, it, give or take. I've been robbing niggas for a while on social media and so. still on the run. Yes, and uh, follow Call You Back Pod on all social media. Yeah, and we got to get you and your partner back up in here. Have a have a nice time. Y'all ladies cuss a lot, and I like hell shit yeah, like we that. fuck shit up and leave. Yeah, I like shit like that. Jay, you got a whose man's is this this week? Um, my whose man's is this was actually uh, the <laughs> motherfucker who's giving out hyenas, dog. Because he's that a shit's crazy. He's a they just say he's an At, Indian man, but was it red dot or feather? Because I'm not sure. I would you I would Indian, bet my money just because of where hyenas are from. Red dot. Don't we say Native American now? Jay Z said red dot or feather. That that was also about fifteen years ago. It's Give or take. Is this easy for me? <laughs> just helps me to differentiate. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it in, you just supposed to say is it Indian C or is it? I, I, I like I like red dot or feather. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, but um, yeah, and I would like one of these hyenas. So where'd you get the fucking hyenas from? Like that's a that's a certified whose man's this? because who because like we're actually looking for you because whose man's is it? Now that like that's illegal. Can I can I share a story time with Dame? I feel like this. I have I have a story time with Dame that kind of plays into this. I'm going to leave out the real names because I I know these people very well. <laughs> I have a, a, a an associate of mine that bought an alligator a few years back. Mm. You know, baby alligator. You know, because that's what that's what hood niggas do. They want exotic pets and animals. So this gentleman bought an alligator, and he had an idea. Because, you know, he was doing, he had one house where him and his family lived, and then he has another house where he conducts his business. And he said, at my business address, <laughs> he decided that I'm going to flood the basement so I can have my alligator inside of my business address. Nigga took took a pack of, you know, Foot Locker socks, 
plugged the drains in the basement, turned the water on for three days, flooded the basement. So now the alligator has full run of the basement. Every couple days, he throw down, you know, a roast, live chicken, whatever. Live? Yeah, there's cluck there's, cluck head ass. Yeah, like there's a spot, there's a spot downtown where you can get like live animals and and all of that. Because my homeboy, his his father doesn't eat like chicken out of the store. So whenever he wants chicken, they go down, kill it live. They'll gut it, do do what they got to do, and then you know you can bring it on back. So he throw down live chickens, roast. So every couple of days he do that for the alligator. But what he did not realize is that out in the wild. You know, there are certain precursors to keep keep things fair and balanced. But in your basement with, you know, Detroit City tap water, now the water is jet black. This gator is still down. This is a few years ago. The gator was downstairs and now he has no idea where it is because the water is jet black or really how big it is because the alligator will grow as big as this environment. He has full roam to the basement, so, you know, he ain't had no real idea. Now the gator is hungry and is trying to get up the steps. And, you know, when you when you live in Detroit, they, these are just wooden doors. These ain't no steel double door shit. So now the gator trying to get up through the rest of the house. So now he's like, I got to get rid of the bitch. I mean, the house is basically useless now because it stinks like, holy fuck. And then you have this animal downstairs. So are, are the stairs still there? No, no. I mean the the house is the wooden stairs and that water. The bitches are like, yeah, like the, a toothpick that's wet. The bitches just fall apart. Yeah, the house the house is like. Condemned. And then you got the gator swimming in its own shit. Like that's that's the thing. That's why the water is jet black. So he's like, I got to get. You he's know, not one of your smarter friends. No, no, he's he's not. You know, an associate. But anyway, so now he's like, look, I got to get rid of this thing because, number one, I need to move my business to another area. And now, you know, we got this gator in the house. So, like, we found a company that was like, yeah, we'll take the alligator. No problem. But you got to bring it to us. We, we, we won't come get it. You got you to gotta bring it. You got to bring it out here to Metamora, Michigan. But we're not coming to Detroit to. To pick up your alligator, I will not go into the rest of the story on what happened to the gator because I'd you know, have been shot that motherfucker. I mean, that's well, basically that's what he he opened up the door, let the gator come upstairs, and that's exactly you what know they. I feel like they be tripping with that shit because a cat I had like my car got um, was down in my backyard and uh, with the window didn't work and shit and came down, so a ki- a cat had kittens in my car. And we called the Humane Society. We were like, hey, you know, and they were like, okay, bring us the kittens. And I was like, these are fresh out the feline. Like, I'm not about to, like, wrestle with this bitch. Like, no. These are feral kittens. <laughs> no, I'm talking, these kittens fresh out the puss. They still pink. Like, <laughs> literally. I the opened puss. the car door. This nigga, like, fell out. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, they won't help. At all. I had dead cats in my car, a, a dead cat in my car. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, they, mama had to argue with them for hours, and they can't. They did come out, and all right, this, where they at? <laughs> this bitch, like, she got in the motherfucking car and closed the door behind herself, and in the car with the fucking wild cat. No, and y'all wanted me to do that shit. No, you want to get rid of it? Bring them to us. We'll take care of them from there. I would have told that motherfucker to their ass trip. <laughs> That's exactly why I got AAA, hundred miles. Mm. Uh, story time with Dane. 
Yeah, story time with Dan. I uh, do have a music. Shot the gator. Yeah, he he definitely killed that alligator. Which one of these? The first or the second? Uh, it's the second one. So shout out to the, my homie Jamonta Clear. Uh, he dropped his album today called Regal. Uh, me and Jay Clear, my home is really my homeboy Marty. I always call him by his real name. We go back long, long time. Uh, he dropped a song. This is the song called Amazing. It's got Big Rube on it, also featuring Raheem Devon and Mona Lise. It's a dedication to his wife. Dope ass song. It's amazing. You're as essential to my heart as fresh air to my lungs. The sweetest sound, the purest light to me, as bright as the sun. Divinity represented physically on this earth. Creation's cradle without you, there would be no universe. No quantifying your worth with tools so simple as words. A goddess personified, and in your temple I serve. With every fiber of my being, soul, body, and mind. Devout focus, holding hope, you'll one day give me a sign. No sacrifice is too great, my faith in you is complete. Anxiously I await the day I can unburden your feet. You make my heart like a feather, burning bright as the sun. Your grace purifies and warms all that this light shines upon. The food that nurtures my soul, indeed a miracle source. This bind ties our mind's eyes with irresistible force. The nucleus from two become like one in the fusion. The queen empress goddess black is based on fact, not illusion. Amazing. Of the most high. I think of the black woman that she multi task. The safe and help, but never ask. Running the business all around, nursing the child. Flipping pennies to necessities. Birthday toys, four course meals. Black girl magic is real. And I ain't talking David Blaine, David Copperfield. Talking a single mom, raising a LeBron from the slums. So shout out to my homie, Jamonta Clear. The name of the album is Regal. It's available on all DSPs. That song is called Amazing. Get out there and support my homie. Get behind the project. Uh, we just we just went to his listening event a couple weeks ago. He was on the Connected Experience podcast. So run that too. Shout out to my brothers, the twins. Pretty good uh, episode, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, got a, he has an interesting story, man. That's my man's. And me and Marty go way back to when his... Marty was the first nigga that I knew that was actually in the source, and he used to have a dog-ass manager, but she would not fuck with me because I was young and wildin', and she stayed 200 feet away from my ass. But shout-out to my nigga Marty. Jamonta Clear Regal is the name of the album. Uh, Is it time for the benediction? That is not the benediction music. Yeah. But that's that new Nas. Yeah, new Nas. It's fire. We'll yeah. talk about it next week after I sit with him for a whole week. Or maybe we can talk about it some tomorrow at the uh at the live event. Robin, as tradition, whenever we have a guest, we let them go first, give out all their social media, tell people where they can find you, find out more about you. All right, right now with the music. Yeah, yeah, right, this cool. this is what we do. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Um uh, y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Snapchat Robin underscore niggas on all social media. Uh, Last call film. Uh, the Go- Indiegogo is in the bio. Please, please donate. This is not going to happen without the help of my community. Um, call you back pod. The real case Simone. Twitter, Instagram, also 
Uh, I think that's all the dot coms and everything. I got Gold Television. Uh, we, my partner, she is going into production for her film. Uh, that's feature length. So we got a lot of shit coming for y'all. That's what's up. It is your man Dame three underscores three one three on Twitter on IG at me talk to me I talk back. Look, man, we appreciate we appreciate the love and support. We looking forward to seeing a lot of y'all tomorrow at uh to shop. Yeah, today when this is dropping, the Shop Talk Smoke Out, Shop Talk versus Humanity. Come out, take these L's, cause me and Jay don't lose. Listen, man, shout out to y'all, man. I hope I see you guys out there tomorrow. I, I know I see. <laughs> 90% of you all Because The tickets are almost gone Yeah um, So uh, I'm looking forward to it We ain't had a, a Live event since March 13th of 2020 The day that the uh, Quarantine kicked in So hopefully we don't Shut the country down again <laughs> Yeah you, you feel me Man shut that shit down Send me a check But uh Once again man 273 weeks in a row Um Also Be on the lookout for this article in the, the Voyage LA. Um, they did an article on your boy. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, man. Uh, Still taking solo bookings, huh? I can't wait. I mean, they reached out. And uh, I did a little a nice little interview. Uh, your name's in there. You okay. know what I'm saying? I appreciate, I appreciate you keeping my brand alive. Your, your first and last name's in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Uh, so uh, look out for that, man. So that'll be coming soon. But more importantly, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.